and crumpets, British things, British things, British things. Tea and crumpets, British things, British things, British things. I don't know what I expected. <laughs> I tried. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not in the right mind space. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have all come in hungover to do this. <laughs> and then also the first liquid we put into our body was a Vesper martini. <laughs> oh, I need to catch up. Anyway, welcome to Climax, the only action movie <laughs> podcast by people who actually like action movies. I'm Matt Lohman. I'm Kyle McVeigh. I'm Nick Double O Allen. Yes, indeed he is. And welcome to our milestone seventh episode. There are double O seventh episode. We're going to be looking at two. It's pretty clever. It's mm-hmm. very clever. We're going to do two Bond movies. We're going to do Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Um, for those of you who were with us in our last episode, we adopted a uh, a new format. Yeah. And then in this episode, immediately, immediately threw, it threw, out threw it out. We're done with it. We're done with it. We tried it and we didn't like it. <laughs> so instead of doing one movie and then some stuff with you guys, we're just going to do two movies. <laughs> well, um, I was on board with it, but we're like, oh, next episode's our 007. We should do something for that. We'll, we'll return to it next time. Maybe. Next episode. If there's time. Yeah. If there's time. Uh, Well, at the end of the day, what I want you to get from our podcast is, if there's only one thing, it's that action is a viable, vibrant genre with its own rules and its own, you know, characteristics, and it should be judged according to that. But there's two things you get from our podcast. It's that we are maverick loose cannons (laughs) who don't play by the rules, but goddammit, we get results. Every fucking time. And how. Every cocking time. Every time. God damn it. How's everyone's Vesper? You know what? This is not bad. It's uh, I'm not a martini guy. It is It is pretty good. I like this, though. I'm going to say this. I looked up the menu. I looked up the recipe, and I kind of memorized it uh, mm-hmm. just because I looked at it so many times. Mm-hmm. Pop quiz, hot shot. What's the, what's the recipe? It's uh, three parts Gordon's gin, one part vodka, a half part of uh, Kill and Lillette uh, aperitif, which is like a light champagne mm-hmm. shaken on ice. And that's the thing is... When you just say it, it's like, okay, I just got to find those three things. And when you're actually making it, you're like, there's nothing in here that's not alcohol <laughs> except for the fucking lemon peel and whatever water melts off the ice. Mm. This is rocket fuel. Yeah. The ice is alcohol. Yeah, I'm alcohol. not sure how this is going to go. How does he, how does James Bond do James Bond stuff with this inside of him? I, I don't know. If he's not having this, my favorite thing about definitely these, the Craig Bonds, is that every time right after he's gotten his ass kicked, he like immediately just has a bottle, like a, a glass of bourbon, right in front of him. He just downs it. It's every time. Every fucking time in these movies. I barely escaped with my life, but or dull my senses and slow down my reaction time. <laughs> so we we picked these two because uh, we picked Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace for two reasons. One, they're the most action of the Bond movies. Just straight up. The, well... I mean, we're not going to do Skyfall just because it'd be another Climax yeah. Expendables megasode. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is uh, there's another podcast called James Bonding on the Nerdist podcast that I've been listening to. And I've now you know reworked my way through all the Bonds. And I got to Quantum of Solace again, and I was like, this is going to be such a chore. But I just watched Casino Royale like two days before, and then when I watched Quantum of Solace, it was way better. It's almost like Quantum of Solace and Casino should be a super four-hour movie yeah. instead of two separate movies it because is. they really do inform each other. It, they basically it's way are. way better. The second one, uh, Quantum of Solace, is way better if you watch it like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just makes it, everything's fresh in your mind, the situation, and why it, it makes it a way more personal film for him. Yeah. Bond, Bond has, a, has a through line that's more than just stopping evil mm-hmm. or avenging Vesper in terms of his character growth. Um, and that's why I kind of really push for it. I think... 
my feeling is it's kind of going to be like on Her Majesty's Secret Service, mm-hmm. which if Connery had done, would he'd probably be the best Bond because on Her Majesty's Secret Service is one of the best Bond movies. It just has one, it just has George Lazenby instead of Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. But I think history is going to come back, and I think Quantum Sauce is going to end up being warmly remembered. There's a lot of really cool shit. I mean, we can get into it when we t- actually talk about it, but <laughs> I, I, that movie, I was super impressed with. All right, let's get into the meat of it. Yeah, let's get into the meat. How far we've come? Casino Royale. 2006, based on the very first Bond novel, it was written by Fleming at his Jamaican estate, Goldeneye. Jamaican. Jamaican 007. Jamaican, to distract himself from his impending nuptials, because he had to get married, because he knocked up one of his mistresses. Hilarious. So he really didn't want to get married, so he typed this up. <laughs> he was like, well, I, it's productive. I guess, I guess I'll write a novel about a man who falls in love with a woman who betrays him and she dies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess we'll get married. Let me get this out of my system first. (laughs) Let me just write this. Hey, babe, did you read it? No? Okay, good. Okay, great. We'll also never read it. Also never read it. And if you do read it, apply zero critical analysis Mm -hmm. to it. I want you to remove all context of history and experience from your mind. Think of nothing beyond the words of themselves. Of how this once great woman betrayed a man of means Mm -hmm. and then fucking died. You know, as he watched. As he watched. Uh, Drowning, one of my least favorite deaths. Actually, in the, in the novel, she uh, they, they have sex, and they sleep in separate beds. And then when he wakes up in the morning, she uh, killed herself with sleeping pills. Damn it. Um, but this movie made... That's even more sad. Yeah. By well, no means as cool. You, you read the book. Whole thing. Full mouth. You, mm-hmm. You've mentioned, Kyle, you've mentioned reading some Ian Fleming's books have you no did i mention that it if sound, i mentioned that i lied like did. no i just know a lot about his life he was a terrible person yeah. okay Ian Fleming was a monster. i've read yeah. i've read zero so i was has just, anyone watched i know his- a lot about him but i haven't read any of his novels which i think is really we're gonna guess, get odd we're gonna get into it because yeah. it paints a very interesting picture of the man yeah did anyone watch the um the bbc docudrama with dominic cooper no uh, I never tony saw stark's that. dad Mm-mm. no and that's british for no I just I was just curious if he was as racist and homophobic as he is in the novels. I don't know on that show. I hope so. Well, here's our racist homophobe of a hero. <laughs> Hopefully he'll beat Hitler. Hope you guys like him. <laughs> Hopefully he'll beat back the Hun. <laughs> the Bally Hun shall no. never touch British shores. Not at all. Not on Ein Fleming's watch. Crumpet. Um, if you uh, if you have time, obviously not while you're listening to this, but later, and it'll be posted. It, this don't this, do other shit while you listen to this. This is on yeah. the, except drive, drink and, and drink. This and is drive. on. This well, is, well. <laughs> this is on the. Do what you want. It'll be on our Tumblr. <laughs> Climax means action. There's gonna be a link to uh, Paul F. Tompkins' dead authors, where Amazing. he play, he plays H. G. Wells and he interviews dead authors played by famous comedians and the good. ian fleming one's fucking awesome <laughs> it's so good it, uh, um, and we'll have a link to that on our tumblr it's terrifying he's matt uh, gorley does a terrifying impression of all things bond matt gorley from uh, the super ego podcast and then the two best drunk histories uh <laughs> the one with watergate the very first one and yeah. the one about the alamo mm-hmm. i was bummed he didn't come back for season two ah stupid uh so, Casino Royale made over $599 million, the highest-grossing bond until Skyfall, which cleared a billion. It made Avengers money. Yeah. It made a fuck-ton of yeah. money. You know, thanks to that theme song. That theme song with Adele. With Adele. She's so talented. 
She's so she's so good at singing. Mm-hmm. It's uh, pretty good, but I still love Casino Royale's theme song a little bit more. How dare they make me cheer for Chris Cornell? Chris Cornell. <laughs> How dare they make me like that? Yeah, I was pissed off. I was like, oh man, I forgot Chris Cornell does this. And then I was like, oh man, I kind of liked Audio Slave. Oh man, everyone tricked me. <laughs> Uh, I, Kyle feel the theme song is great because it's got that great guitar yeah but then it's got like the drums and the horns behind it yeah and they um there's other parts the only one I can remember off the top of my head and through the two cocktails so far is when he's <laughs> driving in the fucking fort <laughs> <laughs> to the to the Bahama to the Bahama Ford Hotel. is a weird uh <laughs> product integration for this movie but it makes sense yeah he's not a refined man of taste yet he just took whatever was at the rental place yeah yeah, yeah. uh but they uh they do an orchestral <laughs> version of you know my name as mm-hmm. he pulls up and yeah it's so fucking awesome yeah so last night after a couple cups of bourbon sure I listened to the commentary of British. Casino Royale. Mm. Well, it's very Nick. Um, <laughs> Which supersedes British, it's true. <laughs> but the, the commentary, I will say, it's different. It's great. They, like, hand it off. It's like, oh, at the opening credits, we're going to give it to the composer. And he talks about Oh, that's the interesting. That's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, so you're always interested. I like that way more. People yeah. have shit to say. It's not filling air. It's yeah. not like... Was, well, in this scene, Bond gets out of his car about, and walks inside. No, yeah. As people who aren't actors, writers, yeah, I'm an editor. Um, it gives credit to the crew. For, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's cool. It's great. But he was talking about the theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing he said. Talking about like that orchestral version. He's like, this theme should also introduce elements that will have throughout the whole film yeah it sounds like a proto bond yeah. song the orchestral version yeah does. that's true i will say that that's what quantum i think doesn't do even though i think their song that song and title sequence is far superior we're gonna get into that in later. about a million ways but i think that they don't they don't do the callbacks but i think that's really interesting and i think that's something that especially for a bond film like that theme sets the tone, and it, it it should be something that that comes back later. Yeah, you can you can tell when the composer uh, and the scorer had uh, input into the theme song because mm-hmm. then the orchestral versions will show up throughout the movie. Yeah, and, uh, View to a Kill with uh, Christopher Walken as the bad guy. Yes, it's like fucking who is it? It's like Duran Duran. It's like yeah, and we'll dance next to the fire. <laughs> oh it's that my song, God. and there's orchestral versions, and there's a awesome. part where Bond awesome. is making love with uh, yes with Donna's mom from that mm-hmm, 70s show when mm-hmm. she was 20 and there's oh, like a man. harp love version Ooh, of Dance really Next to the God, Fire yeah. she's super hot and he looks crazy old <laughs> he looks, and, and it doesn't help that like it's like holy shit I forgot Christopher Walken was ever like that young mm-hmm. he looks he looks like Scarlett Johansson now yeah like, he's that's weird what, he looks like a very pretty young yeah. man and then, he, and then and then there's Grace Jones who who, who, who looks I fucking like love she's terrifying she looks like she looks like what a girl uh spartan from halo it looks like oh yeah yeah yeah. she looks like someone was like i'm gonna take a falcon and make her a person (laughs) (laughs) that's what that's what she's like to me that's all i can see is a terrifying bird of prey 
So you've got young Christopher Walken and his his dancer's body. You've got Grace Jones, who 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 could either be a sprinter or a bodybuilder. Yes. And then you've got uh, Donna's mom from that '70s show. Um, what's her name's like? I don't even want to guess her name, but she's like 22 and like California blonde. And then Roger Moore is like this doddering old man yes. who like walks in between scenes. <laughs> I guess I'll sleep with everybody here now. That's okay. What if we burnt down the mayor's office of San Francisco? Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> ah, Roger Moore. Yeah, that's not Roger Moore. Uh, this was directed by Martin Campbell from New Zealand. He's uh, he was in his sixties. He's the oldest director to do a Bond movie. Wow, really? At, when he did this, he did Goldeneye in ninety five. So he's real good at introducing. They brought Bonds. it back. Well, yeah, that that is a thing that I loved about Goldeneye. That's one of the coolest fucking ways to be introduced that to James Bond. Goddamn opening mm-hmm. where he bungee jumps. The whole opening, just like to, a demolition to the, man to the he betrayal. Bungee jumps into the action. It's like all about Here's the thing. That opening to where he pushes people and runs away is like super good. <laughs> did did Martin uh, the director direct Demolition Man also? No, that was that video uh, artist who also did Kanye's uh, Power. Well, ah, I'm gonna <laughs> yes. I'm gonna give you some I'm I'm gonna pull Matt and give you some technical. Yeah, info. throw it down. I cannot wait. Matt and Kyle, they're both writers, and I barely am in the post world the editing yes a beautiful dark cavernous world that is completely necessary and beautiful it's necessary but no one knows it. that i slowly clawed my way out of (laughs) anyways only goes deeper (laughs) yeah i've gained 40 pounds since i started editing (laughs) deeper into the underdark all right so i looked up the editor of this film and Stuart baird right Stuart baird he did skyfall uh, Green Lantern, we just won't which Martin that. Campbell also did. Uh, Martin Campbell also directed wow, that. That's weird. Uh, Salt Maverick. I did the newer ones, and then I went back to Maverick. He edited Demolition Man. Wow. Okay. Did he okay. do the Mask of Zorro? Because Campbell did. He that. did. Yes. Fuck, I love wow. that. He of did Zorro. the Last Boy Scout. Good. Die Hard <laughs> Two, Lethal Weapon Two, Lethal Weapon. What? Lady Hawk. He's our action editor. I didn't. I didn't know we were in the presence of royalty. Yeah. Shit. I feel real bad now. Uh, Superman. He was the supervising editor for uh, Tango and Cash. What? Which basically means other people did the yeah, work. Yeah. He made sure it looked good. Yeah. That um, should be our next one. That should be a Executive. Yeah, oh, no. Here. He's the director for Executive Decision. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt Russell dumped Steven Seagal out of that plane. Shit. U.S. Marshals and Star Trek Nemesis. Oh, I do like U.S. Marshals. No, Star Trek Robert Downey. So, Stuart Baird. Um, good on you. I always think... Uh, Editors make the best directors. It it's an important <laughs> for I, editors. I, honestly, I I don't. I think it's good to come with that because I think directors could should come to a movie with that insight, the knowledge, uh-huh. and like realizing that they're going to spend the next six months mm-hmm. to a year in an editing room. So they need to have fucking everything shit planned out, ready or to know cut what together. Need. Yeah, I think that's important. I totally agree. What a milestone episode! We're gonna be we're gonna be visiting editors from every episode from now. Yeah, on. absolutely. In, whenever like corner. in Los Angeles, I love watching movies here because everyone stays throughout the credits. Yeah, I always at least stay until I see the editor's name. Mm-hmm. And then I walk out if I really. It's want respect. To, you know. yeah. yeah. I, whenever I see movies with Brian Carney, he's like, We're always stays for VFX, which is always a huge list at the very end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I'm bad. I just stay for like the video credits. Yeah, I'll normally leave. And, and then as soon as it goes to the scroll, I'm out. Unless everyone stays, 
and I'm guilted into staying. So I see most movies like, alone. Yeah. What's going on? Is there something after this? I should stay. Is there a thing after this? But okay. Martin Campbell's last thing he worked on was uh, Last Resort, when the submarine goes rogue with Andre Brower oh. uh, in 2012. Mm. It was written by Neil Purvis and Robert Wade. They wrote five Bonds in a row. What? World is Not Enough, Die oh. Another Day, Casino oh. Royale, Quantum of Solace, and Skyfall. Wow. So they did the worst. And the and best. And then really fucking turned it on. Well, there's a there's a reason things changed, which we're going to get to in a second. Death threats. They met at Kent University when they were signed as roommates. They were also in a band together for 20 years. <laughs> God bless them. They what did, kind of band? Junk I don't band. know. I didn't look into it. I didn't want to look into it. <laughs> this is a rabbit hole. I didn't want to go down. <laughs> they had two films that put them on the radar. Uh, Let Him Have It about London gangs, and then one I want to check out called Plunkett McLean. It's a historical action comedy about highwaymen, or robbers, in the 18th century. Starring Robert Carlyle and Johnny Lee Miller. That sounds awesome. I'm a big fan of Johnny Lee Miller. And not because of Elementary. No. But because of Hackers. Yes. I'm going to be very clear. I want that on the record. Hack the planet! Hack the planet. Uh, They were brought in, and their writing makes a lot of sense for their last couple Brosnans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We were brought in to come up with ideas... Things we found in science magazines and on the internet. Interesting ideas for weapons and what's happened in technology. Then we find a journey for Bond to go through. So instead ah. of coming up with a journey for Bond and then glomming that stuff onto they it. They just were like, what's all the weird techno shit that we can get them involved in? And, and then, then we'll build just, the plot off we'll that. We'll wedge them in. Yeah. Well, yeah. What's in the news? They, they, they were like, weren't very concerned character-wise. Yeah. What's Which on? is what I love about the Craig Bonds is that they are 100% driven... By the character. character well, yeah. it, it feels like it feels like with Bond is one of the most reactionary film series because mm-hmm. it's like you have you have Connery and he's like you know he you know he's more serious sure. like his movies do have some goofy stuff but it's goofy because of the times not because yeah. of the era yeah yeah you're and then right. you have Roger Moore which is intentionally goofy mm-hmm. and kind of fun mm-hmm. and and sort of campy because it was a hard. Correction, and then they go to Timothy Dalton, who was super dark. Yeah, and it's a hardcore correction, and then they do Goldeneye, which and kind of brings it back. That's the least known yeah. Bond, and they bring yeah. it back to kind of the classic elements with with Brosnan, and then with Brosnan, they got super like into the era. Yeah, I guess into like, the nineties. Yeah, super into the tech. <laughs> yeah, and then you have Casino Roy- Royale, which is another hardcore correction, mm-hmm. and then all these sharp left turns just means they just keep going in circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> James Bond is cyclical. Yep. Yeah. They absolutely are. Um, Neil Time and, and James Bond is a flat. Yeah, Time and James Bond is just a flat circle. <laughs> I was watching James Bond movies oh, long before I was hired to be in them. Matthew McConaughey should be a Bond villain. Oh, he would be. Good. He should be an evil oil tycoon. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, Mister mm. Bond. Mm. Um. <laughs> Him and all his army <laughs> henchmen. Uh, I would watch that scene over so, and over again. All right, go Longhorns. I think they brought this. <laughs> Purvis and uh, Wade were hired to write the Jinx Halle Berry spinoff, but it fell through because terribleness. Yes. Um, and they also that. did Johnny English with Mr. Bean. Which is great. So even when they're not writing Bond, they're just writing terrible Bond. They're just hanging out with Rowan Atkinson. And then they also brought Any in... Any other British products you mm-hmm. want us to touch? They also brought in uh, their third, a third writer, Paul Haggis, Canadian, who wrote Million Dollar Baby and Crash. Yeah. Uh... Catholic atheist Scientologist and now an anti Wait, what did he? What did he write? He just wrote on Quantum, right? Started in TV. 
He did Love Boat, Different Strokes. The but facts did he, of but life. But when Tucson. they brought him in as a writer, they brought him in for Casino. They brought him in for Casino. They brought him for Casino. Oh, I didn't know that. They brought him for Casino. And then he, he was there for Quantum. Got to direct and then Quantum. He was, no, it was Mark Forrester. I thought he directed Quantum. Nope. Oh, I just saw his name, and I assumed that he directed it. Nope. Mark Forster, who did, uh, we'll get to him. My bad. All right, and then we have our first Bond, Daniel Craig. Fun fact, one of only two British Bonds. Connery's Scottish, uh, Roger Moore's English, Timothy Mm -hmm. Dalton is Welsh, Pierce Brosnan's Irish, and George Lazenby's an Australian. Can I say something? That always kind of bothered me about Sean Connery. He's, like, obscenely Scottish. But here's here's the thing, is, is, is Fleming hated him. And then Cubby Broccoli was listening to Fleming. Mm-hmm. And then Cubby Broccoli, uh, one of the big producers, you always see the Albert E. Broccoli mm-hmm. at the beginning. That's Cubby. That's his nickname, Cubby. His wife was like, no, 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 no. Sean Connery has the raw sexuality <laughs> to play Bond. <laughs> his wife was like, I get wet anytime yeah. that man is on screen. <laughs> I think amazing. that you've cast him yeah. correctly. And then, and then Fleming really didn't like it until he watched the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they immediately went he to like, the after got party. Wet. Mm-hmm. And they went to the after party. And then Fleming, like started drinking with sean connery and he's like this guy's fucking great <laughs> this then, guy hates gay people and just women, as much like as me I do. yeah just as much as me so after that in the what, novels what if during the party connery was like all right now if you'll excuse me after infiltrate some secret organization <laughs> and he went off and did spy shit and he's like oh i thought you uh, saying it was a metaphor for pussy oh yeah i thought no I, but he did that too <laughs> no in my head connery like the waitress gets Connery's order wrong, and he slaps her across the face. <laughs> and Martin Fleming is like, "Good show, Charlie Bond. You know what? I must introduce you to my wife. I was <laughs> Bond, Connery. It's entirely possible. I was incorrect about you. I like you a hundred percent. Connery made such an impression on Ian Fleming that Ian Fleming in later novels made it canon that uh, Bond was half Scottish." Oh, and then included wow. included all the Connery mannerisms. His literally his portrayal affected the novels. Yeah, he created canon. Yeah. with his performance. Mm-hmm. Is that why cool. in Skyfall they go back up to, to Scotland? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's from the novels. Yeah, that's wow. that's how much he liked drinking with Sean Connery. Wow, which he if I had a time machine, he's going to go back and drink with Sean Connery. I'd drink with him in Highlander Two era if I had to. It's not the ideal, but I would. My name's Ramirez. <laughs> We'd wear... I'm an immortal from Spain, or as How we call it, Espana. <laughs> Come, wear this weird towel diaper with me. <laughs> you put on your dress. I'll wear these poofy clothes. Yes, I'm What's Spanish. We'll sword fight the Kurgan. We're aliens! Me gusta murder. But, uh, so Daniel Craig, uh, he's the first born after the series started and after Fleming died. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of backlash. They called him James Blonde. They called him James Bland. And then when he was introduced and had like the first conference, who's they? I would like to get in like touch the British with press. They? The British press was really upset. They were Why? like they're super mean. They're way meaner than the American press. The American press is like, is Kim Kardashian getting fat? Question yeah. mark. And then the press is like, look at this pig. <laughs> so sure, like that's the difference well, I between mean, our paparazzi and their paparazzi. They literally murder princess. Yeah, they did. They, they murdered royalty. Yeah, they murdered royalty on for mopeds. Story. <laughs> Fuckers. Um, God, but I hate paparazzi. When they introduced him and they did like the press conference, he left like a royal marine boat on these little skiffs, like their version mm-hmm. of our zodiacs. Yeah. And then they like made fun of him because he was like whooping. Because yeah. he was getting really into it, but like, yeah, you know, like when you pause and like someone's making a weird face, mm-hmm. it looked like he was afraid. And then he's wearing a life jacket, and they're like, 
Craig shows up afraid and a coward. And, like, they made fun of him. They gave him shit for wearing a life jacket. And it's, like, all the Royal Marines around him yeah. wearing life jackets. Like, what the fuck is he supposed to do? Um, but in the end, it basically came down to him and Clive Owen, who would have been an awesome oh, Bond, too. Oh, shit. Yeah, he would have been Wait, a great really? Bond. Jesus. Yeah. They, were the, they were the last two. Well, you know what? I'm not angry if when Craig is like, you know what? I'm done. He's got two Clive more. Clive Owen is like, does he up, have bros? two more? Because it really seemed like Skyfall was the last one. Yeah, He's right? contracted for two more. Wow, really? Yeah. Because they, well, you know what? We're not going to talk about Skyfall. So let's keep going. Yeah, because I mean we will. At one I point. just remembered another problem I have. With <laughs> no, Skyfall. I'm gonna nip it in the butt. Anyway, I know right in the you butt. two. We're done. I know how you feel about each. Uh, I don't it. even hate Skyfall. I just have rocket into it. Rocket anyway. into it. They do not want to hear audio of a fist fight. Um, <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, he they he do. declined. That's how the show opens. <laughs> he declined a couple of times. He read the script. And then realized it wasn't formula. And then yeah. he worked really closely with Mossad, an ex-British uh, secret service, on Munich. And he goes, if I can play it like them, I'll do it. Where they're like very quiet and predatory, yeah. and they look for exits. Mm-hmm. And they were like, that's exactly what we want. And then he's on record saying his favorite Bond is Connery. Fair. And then his favorite uh, Bond movie is From Russia With Love. So he has excellent taste. Great. Ava Green, French actress. So hot. Who can actually do accents. Yeah, the French are notorious for being shitty at accents. Beautiful and a, so beautiful. such a good actress, and the right kind of crazy. And I just watched all of Penny Dreadful, <laughs> which I absolutely hate, but she was the best. I will do that. She was amazing, her. and I like was watch the show. If you've seen it, whatever, good for you. You get your Eva but, Green fix, but and Eva your Green is great in it, and she is she's like so like, beautiful. and I understand why she's in the show because they give her a lot to do. She's also the best part of three hundred two in Sin City too. She's amazing. Yeah, God bless her. Um, she beat out Angelina Jolie, Charlize Theron. You're damn right, and Audrey she did, Tattoo. She beat out Charlize. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, she has way bigger boobs. Does she? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I've I've done the research. <laughs> She was pursued for Vesper n- oh, numerous times. Research! <laughs> uh, research. That's <laughs> dumb. Is that what you sound like? She's pursued for Lynn multiple times, but kept turning it down without even reading the script. And finally, they sent someone who begged her to read it. Wow. During principal photography. And then it was she Daniel saw, Craig. Yeah. And please, then when she saw it wasn't a it. normal... Uh, she was film. another Bond girl. She, she thought in. that she was gonna fuck him and, and then die. die. Yeah, <laughs> no. And they're like, the one that, that, and like, we already have someone for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We already cast someone to do that. Yeah, yeah. Good we, news. There's, there's like, she doesn't even you. get to go to Bone Town, which is disappointing. Yeah, she does. No, she doesn't because he leaves. Doesn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah. The first he doesn't. Even, yeah. About Vesper. No, 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 no. No, there's oh, a del- they, Vesper. Yeah, definitely Bone Town. There's a deleted scene where they make it look like she. She orgasms, and then they make it look like Daniel Craig went down on her, which makes him probably the only Bond who would do that. Yo, weird. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not going to do that. No, <laughs> I don't fucking do that. I don't do that. It's filthy. What the fuck <laughs> are you doing? I don't even understand what's going on down there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Honestly, just guide me in the right hole. I don't give a fuck. That's where I go. Doesn't even have to be the right one. It doesn't. Um, Mads Mikkelsen. As the chief. Terrifying. He's Danish. Having watched all of Hamble, Will Gwam. Extra terrifying. Will. Will Gwam. Will James Gwam. Bond. Welcome to my nightmare. I have ruptured tear ducts. <laughs> Hence, tears of blood. Nothing sinister. It sounds very yeah, sinister. Like, Don't worry. So it's you're crying blood. Duck. I'm not evil. 
I'm not the bad guy. He literally goes, nothing sinister. <laughs> it sounds very sinister. Yeah, was, the way you said it made me feel like that there's something going on there. <laughs> In his youth, Mads Mikkelsen trained as a gymnast. I, honestly, you can tell. That guy's ripped as fuck. He uh, he debuted in uh, Nicholas Winding Riffin of Drive fame. His pusher movies. Lots of comedy in his early roles. Weird. Played a semi-cannibal in a movie called The Green Butchers. Perfect. He was Tristan. full-on cannibal. <laughs> a, the coolest Hannibal. dude in 2004's King Arthur with Clive Owen, where he also met Hugh Dancy, who's Will Glam, on Hannibal. God, he's one eye in Valhalla Rising, which has a great first act Amazing. and descends into nonsense. Yes, he's Rochefort in Steampunk Musketeers with uh, oh, <laughs> no blue. Seen that. Shut up, Zeppelins, Hannibal, Zeppelins, Hannibal. Currently, Hannibal, Han- one of the best TV series straight up on. Like it's 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 my favorite TV. I mean, it's my second favorite TV show on TV. <laughs> Well played. It's fine. You don't uh, have to do that because it wasn't revealed. It's my second. What your first? Yes, yeah. my first is justified. That's. Uh, yeah. Oh wait, it's my third. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Mads Mikkelsen's next movie role is he's a voice in Kung Fu Panda Three. Is he what animal do you think I he don't is? Know. An otter. <laughs> I think he's just him. Just his, <laughs> the only he human CGI version. Just... He's the only human. Will Will Graham Panda. Come with me. You hide behind the veneer of the bamboo-eating gentle panda. To mask your primal rage. Scream with me. I think your he, he would be soft. like a centaur, but with the body of a jaguar. And what if he the, is a centaur? The, the, the torso of an ape. So whatever that kind of centaur. Terrifying. <laughs> and next we've that, got- what you just said was terrifying. Yeah. And I, that is not a, even the Greeks were like, no. that's fucked up. Let's, I'm not going to do that. Let's pump the brakes on this. I really think a CG Mads Mikkelsen just next to Jackie Chan's monkey and Angelina Jolie's yeah. tiger, whatever the fuck she is. And he's just like, oh. <laughs> he just moans quietly in the background. God bless him. Uh, next up, we have Dame Judy Dench, along with Purvis and Wade. What a fucking a holdover pull, man. from Brosnan era. Yeah, she, she's fucking, she's my favorite M. I mean, how could she not be your favorite M? I, like, I, I, she's great. And then they're going to trade him, trade her in for Ray Fiennes, which yeah. is really the, well done. It, it's, 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 it's not a move up. It's no, a, it's a it's move. It's a lateral, a lateral move, equivalent, but, at least, move. but it's not a step down. No, fuck um, no. I'm super excited for the next one, but, um, she did lots of plays, lots of Shakespeare. Of course. She was in Kenneth Branagh's uh, Henry V, which is one of my favorite adaptations. If you haven't seen it, it was Braveheart before Braveheart. Mm. There's some fight scenes in there that are fucking brutal. Kenneth like, Branagh did Henry V. There's just a dude crawling around stabbing knights who can't stand up. It's yeah. nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeffrey Wright, who has uh, an amazing IMDb page. Yeah. If you're at your computer, look it up. It's like, Jeffrey Wright... The most underrated and underrepresented actor of his generation. And it's like, that's either a creepy super fan. Yeah. Or his publicist is not good at subtle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who was he in that? Movie? He's Felix Leiter. Yeah. He's uh, always amazing. He, he pops up in like the most random shit. He like, always like he's one of those guys like when I when I I remember when I first saw Casino Royale he popped up and I was like I know your face people's people's Hernandez from the Samuel Jackson Shaft Jesus Christ do you not want to call my peoples because you look out for your peoples yeah Bramosh. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that white guy oh, voice was Christian Bale. Well done. Christian Bale was the white boy in mm-hmm. Shaft that Shaft has to beat up. Well, forgot about that. Yep. Well, we've all come a long way. <laughs> it's all out there. Haven't we? The goddamn You've Batman. just been bailed out. <laughs> you just been bailed out. I do out. like the idea that at the time, Samuel Jackson was just beating up a newsie. <laughs> Uh, and then then also on jeffrey wright's imdb page it's like trivia always uses a different voice for each character he plays okay that we're done i do love his voice in the bond movie he has a great voice it's restrained i should introduce myself this is as we're related brother from langley I love that. He's like, oh, that scene is amazing. That's how I introduce myself to other assistants when I see them out in the field. I grab them by the top of the, I grab them by the tricep and I lean in. I'm like, sorry, I should introduce myself. Matthew Lohman, brother from NBC. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. All right. What show you on? Two Mean Girls? Cool. They're treating you all right. They're treating you okay over there? And then uh, as Mathis, Giancarlo Giannani, he's Mm -hmm. Italian. He he's the official dubber of Jack Nicholson and Al Pacino when their movies go to Oh Italy. wow. That's he's, a cushy job. He's the cop uh in Man on Fire. Yeah. The, the one who does end up killing the voice. He always looks fierce. <laughs> he always, he's like a he's like a fierce looking like do I need a fierce <laughs> Italian man or vaguely European person? That's the guy you go Slot to. him in. Mm-hmm. I need a murder European grandpa. Yeah, I'm not sure what he is. He was also the emperor in Sci-Fi Channel's Dune. <laughs> and then Which, rounding up, actually, oh. it, it's his least threatening role. What? Where he's Probably in the purple robes? <laughs> and surrounded by puppies. And fully grown bad dog. No, no, no not puppies. But no, I Nick, you're thinking of the Lynch version. Nick, uh, host of My Arms Are Lasers, their sister podcast on the Explosive Magical Network. Yeah. Nick is getting his wires crossed. Rounding out the cast, we have uh, Katerina Marino mm-hmm. as Solange, the woman who dies in the hammock, Italian she actress. Gone. She's super hot. And then uh, Sebastian Foucault. Considered the founder of Freerunner and helped develop it into parkour. He's the bottom. Oh maker of a bunch yeah, of he was the. He's like yeah. one of. He was the man for. I remember that when this movie was coming out, it was like a big deal. They yeah. were like, "Yeah, they got the. They're doing Freerunner. They got guys. the parkour. Yeah, guy. they were. They were like, they're doing parkour in a Bond." When it was like all of a sudden, first a big deal, yeah. and, and they were like, they got the guy, yeah. the guy. It's it's Sebastian Foucan who's in this, and then it's uh, a fucking cool I have stuff sequence. to say about that. And then Leto from uh, District B thirteen, sure. and then Brick Mansions, the American remake, are, are considered the two founders of parkour. They're fucking uh, cool. And then uh, Tobias Menzies as Villers, uh, he was uh, Brutus in uh, Rome. He's in Game of Thrones, and mm-hmm. apparently he's an Outlander, which I have not watched. Nope. All right, let's get into the movie. Yeah. Black and white. Classy as shit. Great opening. Great opening. Oh, the opening is amazing. I mean, it's such a great divorce from everything you know. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, Pierce Brosnan's a great actor. Yeah. That dude cannot act a punch. No. Every punch he throws looks no, like no. the worst punch ever. They did the best intro for Pierce Brosnan. Like, they, they got him alone. Yeah. He was infiltrating. He bungee jumped. And he jumped. showed that. And that was really cool. But he this is like gadget. him... And it has such a cool moment where he's like, take your hand off your ear. 
No, 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 no. You're, you're Wait, jumping no, ahead. No. What am I talking about? You're talking about the mongoose fight. The what am fight. I talking about? What's the opening? We're talking about where he's drowning the dude in the sink. Where it's in black and white. No, it's it's yeah. He's talking to the. All right. So there's the two field. great intros. I forgot. Yeah. Oh fuck. That one yeah. was the. Original. You're talking about the cold open. That I'm one? talking about the. You're talking yeah. about the actual intro. Yeah. I'm talking about the cold open. You're talking about ten minutes in. in. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle, the one you were both talking are great. Both are amazing. On the commentary, the screenwriter said that was intended as the original opening, and I'm like, thank God they changed this. That. So no, I better. love that. The, the so opening of this is way cooler. You get the cool like Bond esque conversation intercut with just a brutal it's bathroom a, fight. First two a bathroom fight that is only rivaled by the bathroom fight in True Lies. Yeah, we've never seen a Bond this brutal and yeah. this mean. Like he drowns a dude in a sink. Like I, I bet they, I bet there's a cut where he drowns him in the toilet. Yeah. and they're just like, we can't. Do but that. here's the thing: how fucking cool is it? By far the best thing. It's a great conversation. Great divorce that, from that, everything that you've seen. Everything's amazing. But the fact that he's like. He doesn't let him finish the sentence that the second kill is easier, and he oh, just yeah. shoots him, and he's like, "Quite okay." I want to talk. And then I like, talk he about leaves, it. and you're like, "That is fucking awesome!" You immediately it sets the tone. It's like I don't know how he possibly didn't kill someone before then. No, no, no. Which I he, don't. He definitely killed someone because he's like an ex SAS dude. Yeah, yeah. He just hasn't killed anyone for M. That. It's in the book. Is you have to kill two people for MI6 yeah, sure. to to become a double O. That's a weird rule. It's yeah. like it's like we need you to do two kills on spec. Yeah, just and to see if you we'll really like it. Like, we'll give you a license. Yeah, and yeah. Then we'll get you in there. We'll get you like your that. agent, and then you can become a screenwriter. Yeah, it's like it's like being it. a writer in Hollywood. It's like you have to write a bunch of stuff no one's going to read free. or pay you for. for and then free. maybe it'll and happen. then and then if we can see that you're really committed. Then maybe we'll give you money to do this. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. It's you're doing two kills on spec. Yeah. What a weird rule. It's in the books. That's an amazing intro. Anyway, skip ahead. <laughs> we don't have to. I guess. Just well, I, I, I just want. I, I just want to be like he's so cruel to that traitorous section chief. It was awesome. You know, he like lets him like pull out his gun. Yeah. He's like, Shame. We never got to know each other. Click. I know where you keep your gun. I suppose know. that's something. Indeed. Indeed. It's just that that's such like a fucking ice cold thing. It's just the not finishing of that sentence is my favorite thing about that. Just cut them off. I hope I'm that cool and my number's up. But if I get the drop on somebody and I pull the trigger and it goes click, no joke. I'm just going to be like, oh no! No! My and gun then, is empty! And then, oh no! And then I throw the gun at them, at the very least. Which doesn't work because they'll just catch it and throw it back at you. Well, yeah, when she does. <laughs> Great Which is moment. another favorite part of it. Okay, real fast before we go. How did he die? Your contact? Not well. Not. I drowned well. him in a toilet in an Eastern European bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> he died as bad as you possibly could. At 100%. Yeah. God damn it. All right. Uh... <laughs> we, already, we already talked about the theme. Song. Yeah, we already talked about the theme. But so let's will, get into the opening I will, that I, I thought was the opening. This is the first time where so when they're in Africa, Bond, yeah. instead of like walking on profile, he's actually they inf- they integrated the movie where he turns one eighty degrees to the camera and shoots it. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, I did like that a lot. That was great. But yeah. the, that opening that was the first time he didn't the, open with that. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's true. But um, when they. Uh, that snake mongoose thing is like a beautiful second opening. Like, it, like well, no. The after the theme kill. song, they go to Africa and we meet Lashif. Oh yeah, that's fine. Whatever, Lashif. But uh, Lashif is great, and it's an interesting. It's kind of a. I, I was watching this movie and I, I didn't realize how complicated 
the plan was, which is perfect and fits perfectly into our rules in terms yeah. of a very complicated plan for the bad guy, but it goes awry in a very simple way. Yeah. And Bond is directly the reason why it goes awry, and it ups the stakes for the for the following poker tournament, which is great. Shorting stocks it's, is fucking This is nuts. like a beautiful, like those guys, they wrote some shitty Bonds, maybe it wasn't their fault, but they totally, like, they figured it out. Well, and, I, I like, kind of... It's paced I, perfectly. I want to... I just want to get a job at, like, Sony. Yeah. As, like, you know, I'll write you guys these movies. But in my contract, I want to read Purvis and Wade's original Casino Royale before Paul Haggis came in. Because mm. I want to know what that looked like. That's a good question. Um, but it's great. It, and I, it, the thing about this movie in general is that I always forget, whenever I think of this movie... I think of just the poker segment, and then I realize, and then I forget that there's like an hour before of like a lot there. of intense action. Parkour, the fight at the airport. He even yeah. fucking meets Vesper and gets to the fucking casino. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that, that, uh, well, if that man doesn't get the poor sap award, I don't know who's going to get it. Anyway. <laughs> which Wait, which who, did who? The guy at the airport. No, I think there's another guy who gets. I think there's another poor sap. <laughs> okay, fair. Okay, real you fast. Guys might have to give it out. Real fast. I, didn't find I have to do this mm-hmm. because I spent an hour trying to learn how shorting stocks works. Yes. <laughs> okay, so Lashie's plan is, and this is why our, our economy is in the toilet. So the the short seller Lashif, he borrows 100 shares from the airplane company. Okay. <laughs> And he immediately sells them for, you know, let's say, just to keep things easy, $1,000. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, he's rich. Right? Mm-hmm. Subsequently, the price of the shares, and then with the, with the agreement that they will buy back his shares at the price he bought them for. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is the price of the shares falls after the plane is exploded by terror. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then he only has to sell them back what he he sells them back what he bought at the price he bought them for, and he keeps the profit. Mm-hmm. So if he buys them for $1,000 and then sells them back the shares after the airplane explosion for 600 bucks, he made $400. Yeah. Because they, that's the agreement. And I think this Why is, is where our economy... allowed con- to happen? Yeah. I think our economy is in the toy because it's like, oh, no, it's, he's my buddy. We'll make no money off this. Mm-hmm. We'll just do this and like hopefully he'll give us a favor later or something. Mm-hmm. And then that's basically how shorting stocks works. And that was his plan was he bought the shares for this much. He blows up the plane to drive the price down. Yeah. And then the company has to buy back his shares for that money. So he makes the, he keeps the money he made and the money he makes off selling them the stocks. Yeah. So the whole point, but he is doing that with terrorist money. Yes. So he, 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 I guess he just put it against it. Yeah. And then that's why. And then, um, takes us to our parkour sequence where we meet the original bomb maker who was supposed to blow up the plane because yeah. definitely black guy with burn scars on his face is getting through security. <laughs> oh, yeah. With his bomb in his backpack. Maybe he'll just parkour his well, way through Well, he wasn't... It. Yeah. I guess he was going to the airport. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He got the... Yeah, I guess he, he was going... Text, he got the text, got the text so he's going to go He, he the got the airport. text for the, the password to get through the door Yeah, to put on his sheriff's uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's but talk about this parkour sequence. Actually, I will say it's. I, I honestly probably wouldn't label it as a parkour sequence. 
No, it's a parkour sure? sequence and then an anti-parkour sequence. super parkour it's super parkour, but it's the most effective parkour ever. Like, usually a parkour sequence is like, okay, he's doing a flip for some stupid reason. No, this Flashy. is, like, beautiful. They, they get into that, especially once they get into that half-built building, and they're both, like, he's, like, hopping over tables, running around, mm-hmm. jumping out the elevator shafts, and then Bond does that... The fucking coolest thing I've ever seen James Bond do, where he slide he slide tackles through that hole in the floor and then oh, that, keeps running. The elevator. Yeah, the you're just like, area. oh goddamn. No, it. my favorite is when the guy runs and then in one fluid movement grasps the ceiling, mm-hmm. kicks his legs through an ele- uh, a vent shaft, <laughs> and yeah. lands. And then Bond just runs through, through the, the thing like my <laughs> blood instrument. My note for that yeah. was that I was like. Buzz the Hulk! And it's just like, yeah, he just runs through. Like, this would not, this scene would not work if Bond also did parkour, no. which I could see them doing if it was Moore or Brosnan. Yeah. Um, but then when the guy, like, throws the gun and he just nonchalantly catches, catches. it and wings it back at him, it's like, just like, this guy's dead. Like, this guy's definitely running. This guy's definitely running. Not he's running from him for his to life. To make sure he doesn't die. Yeah. 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 He's not doing it because he can. It's like, oh, I need to There's, escape. Or it's like, this is how yeah. the game is played. If no. this man gets his hands mm-hmm. on me, he'll kill me. There's a good reason why he's making a very active effort to get away. Yeah, and then Bond, like, he's a blood instrument, which they bring up, and they really reinforce, and he brute strengths his way through the parkour course, Yeah, but in the smartest way possible. Absolutely. Like, the guy, like, you know, he, like, Riddick climbs without using his legs up the thing, and then Bond just kicks the thing and <laughs> rises yeah. up. Yeah. And then the guy does all that work to just jump effortlessly through the vent shaft and bond just runs through it mm-hmm. and then bond like breaks the scissor lift just so it'll drop yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he can like it's brute strength yeah with like that predatory like hunting yeah but this scene is uh it's going to be a thing that's going to run through all of these called why i can't be a double o mm-hmm. <laughs> this is one or two one i'm shit scared of heights 100 as yeah. soon as as soon as he runs up that crane i'm, I'm done i'm just like i just salute him there's no and way. then when i report to him it's like hey there's no shame in losing to like, the best yeah he was very good <laughs> good on you did. guy and i can't do a pull-up so, so so if there's no stairs huge problem if there's no stairs you've escaped yeah <laughs> like, also, even if there are stairs see ya <laughs> ladder iffy i might i might chase you if there's a ladder all right so it sounds like me and kyle have different uh Poor Sap Awards. Mm-hmm. Here's my nomination, and then Go Nick, ahead. since you don't have one, we'll have you be the judge. Okay. Yeah. My poor Sap is welder guy. Oh yeah. If he would have just tries to ward him off for no reason. Yeah. If he would have just it's stayed his own fault. If he would have just stayed cool, if he, he would have gotten double kicked in the chest. He became a willing participant <laughs> in this thing that was totally removed from him. I think he He's just, just panicked. Gonna wave a welder at this guy, and then, gets... of course you're going to get kicked in the chest off a of scaffolding. Also, what do you mean, of course? That's my last move is trying to kick someone off a of scaffolding. <laughs> I'm just saying that if I see this going Hold on, on, I'm not getting involved. <laughs> so this is the guy that gets kicked off, and then also when the tank explodes, falls, explodes right next to him. What a poor sap. Okay, yeah. is there another running, or is that... Mine's, mine's that? more later on. Yeah, it, and, we'll, and a, we'll get to I it. I mean, just, I don't just, know if it's a poor sap. Okay, so when like, I hear it, yeah, yeah. Just bookmark, Just bookmark welding guy in your brain. I'm just going to Welding gonna say, guy is a I'm going to give a quick uh, Nick's commentary roundup <laughs> yeah, yeah. of yeah, well, uh, well, what well, they mentioned. Um, these stunts were all real, no CG. Yeah. The only CG was wire removal, but it's not wires where they made the jump. It was just like a just safety. safety yeah. To keep them, yeah. yeah, yeah. If they fell. When they were on the cranes yeah. and shit. And never That's fucking terrifying. It. Daniel Craig, or even just even if you're the stuntman, yeah. you're still a human being jumping between cranes. That's scary as shit. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. 
That's unprofit. That's still you can uh, smash your teeth. You know how many how many teeth you could lose. Chipotle? Yeah, no shit. I God bless think practical. About that. That's awful. Good also, guy. all yeah. the squibs practical. Daniel Craig insisted on using squibs, and good. The, thank God. I'm glad someone gave a shit. Yeah, sick of digital blood. Well, that's what this movie felt like. Is we had a couple bonds where they were just like, "Here's another bond for you. You're gonna see and then it." They were finally like, and, and then finally they made one where it was like. On every single level, top to bottom, we really give a shit yeah. about what we're giving. Because like, it was the hard course correction. Yeah. Versus, here's a killer who's also a spy. Yeah, yeah, it feels like we're back at like the early Connery era. Mm-hmm. Where everything looked really good. Yeah. And like everyone tried, and like the theme was integrated. And then mm-hmm. after this, the next Bond will be Pork Live Owen. He'll have to be the goofy Roger Moore Bond. <laughs> I hope um, not. Bond really fucks up that embassy. Like yeah, he sets it on fire. That is super illegal. Yeah. yeah. By the way, he just fucks people up. There's no gadgets or charm. That rising double elbow mm-hmm. in the hallway is my entire life. <laughs> when when he's fighting the two guys, and he just does this. He just like extends both elbows and stands yeah. to hit them. It's awesome. <laughs> you know what the thing is? Is I, I didn't really think about it until you just said he literally doesn't get a gadget until Skyfall, and then his gadget is just a radio and a gun that won't fire unless yeah you know. yes that's it he gets a- this is the two things and but before then they're just like off you go well there's go some ahead. gadget i mean like you could make the Here's argument like the aston martin he gets with like the gun that's and true stuff. that's true but it that's does like, have like the epi pins and but that's like, real yeah yeah like it's not like it didn't a, have he, oil slicks and it didn't have machine guns in it and shit like this that. This watch is actually yeah, but, a very powerful magnet, 007, mm-hmm. and what it'll do is attract only the metal thing you want, not all the other metal <laughs> in the room. It's it will actually trace the amount of red dye in the card, so you can tell if you have a heart or a diamond. Damn. What? <laughs> Shut you up. You made it way more complicated. <laughs> Couldn't you just give me like X-ray glasses? Oh, I suppose Absolutely we could. Absolutely not. Suppo- okay. I suppose okay, we Bond. could. No time. Off you go. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Great notes. Great notes, everybody. Wonderful. Well, shit. <laughs> well, shit. We didn't think about that. Well, mm-hmm. well, you're late for your flight. <laughs> well, see you later. I don't know. I, I, I. This movie just was way more action packed than I remembered it being. Mm. You get to the airport. No one remembers forget, the airport. I always, first of all, I would like to always do my business at Body Worlds. <laughs> I'd like to make that clear. Any drop, okay. illegal drop or business, I do. Even well, from here through forth, be done at a Body Worlds exhibit. Uh, here's the thing about Kyle. Okay, then one of the best dialogue me? men in the business. You do have to meet him at a crazy Inside Out museum <laughs> every single time. You have I, to fly to New York. Okay, I had a question Vegas. about Vegas. You have to fly to Vegas to meet him at Body Worlds. He lives in L.A. I know he does. He's very I realize particular. this, but he only does business at Body Worlds. Okay, so they were in the Bahamas, mm-hmm. and then the airport was Miami Airport. Though. Yes. Yeah, because they what the flown from the Bahamas <laughs> to Miami. Did they didn't fly there? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they just didn't do the classic Bond thing where they where showed, they showed you every single. Well, they thing didn't that even happened. do anything close to that. They were just like, "Oh, where's in the taxi?" They did. He just realized that they. Yeah, I was. It's fine. fine. It's fine. They're they're close. I got it. They're the sex to I'm going to have with this woman will keep. Yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back for it. I'm coming back for it. Um, I do like the touch that they. Uh, Watching it, I was like, "Oh, they should show a scene where he's in a taxi because he lost his car." And they do. Well, he had to leave his well, car in the Bahamas. 
They do, but that was after Bahama. he landed in Miami. I think whenever he goes to the Chief's boat before he leaves, mm-hmm. he should have showed up in a taxi because he lost his car to Bond. I don't like it. Um, That's why I'm we, not a director. We, we are missing. We are missing uh, the big thing. So we have our introdu- We have our second introduction to uh, Mads Mikkelsen's uh, crying blood. Yep, because he's already not unsettling. Yep, not not that his fucked up eye is already not creepy enough. Um, it's got to cry blood. So that dude's evil. So we, yep. we, we we we. Oh no, I'm fine. I'm on the straight and narrow here, guys. Nothing sinister. Nothing sinister. Uh, we get reintroduced to uh, Judy Dench. She's fucking great. She's just walking through, I'm going to guess, Buckingham Palace, bitching out everybody else who's not Judy Dench. She's pissed. Um, She's pissed at all times. She's my favorite M because she is always upset. Never happy. Yeah, because she gives a shit. Um, M gives Bond like a sense of the world. The new terrorism is for hire. And she's the one who lays the seeds uh, for him to look at the big picture because he's like, what were you doing thinking of killing him? thought one less bomb maker in the world was a good thing it's like that's it you don't think like you don't look yeah. at the big picture we you wanted to question it. him like she's the one this is where He's small fry that could get us big fish this is like where we, this is where we drop that seed of you have to cut the head off the snake like you can't mm-hmm. just keep killing these nobodies that is his through line for like this movie and the next one yeah um so we go to the bahamas they put james bond in a fucking ford he's maybe the best at least trying to stay undercover like he does, like detective shit. Like he goes and he like looks at the security camera. And Love he, that like, moment and where he, he crashes that. the Range Rover Amazing. and it gets him access to security. The, there's some great spy stuff in yeah. these two movies. I mean, like genuinely clever shit that I, I'm, I hate to say it, but I would never come up with. No, but like that him having that brilliant what? like cheeky moment of him crashing the Range Rover the and dude then disrespected yeah him. because like I was a dick you and then he set. saw an oppor- he saw he saw an opportunity and it got him in the security office which is brilliant and then he does he check in his bond he yeah but he's just like oh, I've got to get you know and then he yeah. does the thing like Connery been Connery just walked to the front desk the and car. being like bond what if i fucked you for some information hello what if i what if i gave you Who a couple bad people here what if i gave you a couple inches and you just gave me the entire lowdown what if you just did all the work while i do all the work <laughs> why well, work all of you yeah there you go <laughs> um, but he actually he actually does investigative shit which yeah, i also he does. love i i love that about both of these movies is that he has it's like you said he he's predatory and all of like very focused mm-hmm. on what he the information that he needs to get. Okay, so we have our first poker game. He looks like such a bro at the first poker game with like the black almost sheer clubbing shirt. Yeah, well, he's, he's shown in the Bahamas. It, you do I, what you got to do. I know, but I think this is part of him not being fully formed. Mm-hmm. Like this is like like what the love of a good woman can do. Well, this it was like him it, from his own fashion. they literally say that later. Yeah, yeah, she's like he's like I have a dinner jacket. She's like. This is a fucking dinner there jacket. There are dinner jackets, you idiot. and then there are dinner jackets. Yeah. This is the latter. And he just, like, he's he's He's, he's insulted, but then also is, like, has that I glimmer of, it's like, you're right, I looked like a dickhead. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he's, he's dressed like a bro who only gets fashion advice from other bros. Mm-hmm. It's that vicious circle. Um, has anyone had it coming more than Demetrios? No! I was so He's happy. Such a dick. As soon as you see him in his stupid fucking hair and his mat, his angry <laughs> stupid face. vest. And he's wearing, like, he, he's wearing he's wearing vest, no coat, over a Persian rug God, shirt. I'm ready for him to die. There's no way you're beating no. Bond. What are you thinking? No. And he immediately offers his car. Yeah. That's my favorite part. He's immediately like, I'm gonna write a check. 
Sir, we don't let you write checks. No, table stakes. This is my car. No, he goes, table stakes. My keys are on the table. Huh? Yeah. And Bond's like, Catch no, me there. It's, cool. it's legal. Yeah, it's cool. I'll take his car. I'll take his fucking sweet-ass 1964 Idiot Aston Martin. bastard. Then I'll fuck and his I'll girlfriend, but not really. We'll just do, we'll just do light to medium mouth stuff. Mm-hmm. Just That's all they did. Stuff. They just did mouth stuff. A lot of feeling. Um, some mouth stuff. <laughs> yeah. In the, the commentary, they have the costume designer talk about this scene. <laughs> did he no, admit that Bond's a bro? Kind of. They, they, they said they were like, oh, the, it went with the American vacation casual. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yes, that's a very bro. And then they also are like, well, we wanted, we wanted, we wanted Dimitri to look Polo like a douche. Cargo shorts. We wanted uh, two years out of Delta Upsilon <laughs> <laughs> in Vegas for his buddy Squeezebox's bachelor party. <laughs> Squeezebox, man. You're so gay. Get married. But he, he's so mean to his wife. Yeah, And he's, he's not good shit. looking. About no, two hours late. He's shitty as hell. Ugly men who are mean to their beautiful wives blow my mind. They're ready to die. Like they need to die. Mm-hmm. Like that's not fair. That's that's um in reality that's a she should have showed up and he should have looked up and said, "Oh, thank God you're still with me." Oh, thank God you angel. Yeah, it shouldn't have been you're 2 hours late. It would have been come, like it been like you come here for luck cuz you're 2 hours late. Hey. Also, you know what's upsetting? She dies later. By no means was she was Bond the first guy that she fucked around with. No, he immediately calls her out as yeah that type of girl. No, I, I don't think so. I think he had to talk her into it. Uh, no, it did no, not. It, no, he was like no because he's he's like why don't you why don't you come with me? And she's like I'm not that cruel. And he goes maybe you're just out of practice. And yeah. she's like I'll be bad. Yeah, yeah maybe I'll be bad. No, that's all I it took. Know, that immediately I she's think like pretty. I mean, you saw the guy. Yeah. She's fucked other dudes. I think I I don't think so. I think she's at a club every day with super rich. I don't think so. Actually, better you know, looking. I, I think I if she wasn't tortured because she she never saw other bonds. Well, if, yeah, sure. If it's I a mean, bond, bonds caliber. always the guy that's gonna fuck you. No, but that's the thing is is I think if she wasn't tortured to death by terrorists, Bond would have just been the first guy she started cheating on him with. Listen, but the way she plays it, I think, we're going to spend all three hours of this podcast debating. Let's talk about <laughs> it. Too. Let's get real. Um, then we have uh, the Miami. Okay, so then we have the knife fight at the Crazy Inside Out Museum. Yes. What was that guy thinking? By the way, I love that knife fight where he like slowly. I. I just listen. I know that I just watched John Wick. Had one of the best uh, adaptations of a knife fight, uh, but I like that. I love like the slow like that struggle back and forth. I, I really like that. But Bond fakes him out. He's like, "Yeah, oh, look over there," and the guy like <laughs> yeah. looks and then gets a knife buried yeah. in his stomach. It's great. I think after he it. sat his body. Down. Also, that guy dies way too fast for the wound that he receives. He's pretty much dead <laughs> immediately. Maybe he just gave up. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have been funny well, if... He just saw blood and passed out. No! If immediately after he set his body down, he looked up and there's another security camera <laughs> that caught his murder. And then you see a spinning newspaper come up. British agent kills another unarmed man. <laughs> That's what I do like about the Body World's scene is that he kills him in like in public. the crowd. In public. It's great. So it's so good. That's some spy shit. It's beautiful. Well, they talk about that in The Professional. It's like, you know, yeah. amateurs use sniper rifles. Yeah. You know, Leon can get in there with a knife and just do someone in the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, game recognizes game. Miami Airport stuff. Some more great detection stuff. Oh, does a great job yeah. on this. Um, God, and I love that he's constantly kind of a step behind in this sequence. And 
once he catches up, he becomes a fucking the Terminator. Yeah, he runs like T one thousand. He runs exactly. Uh, that action sequence is so good and I never remember it's in the movie until yeah the I don't either and I get excited I'm like oh, I always yes. forget yeah it's this. a great action and that guy doesn't look like a guy that should put up even remotely a fight with Bond that's kind of my big issue I don't know I think he looks like one of the guys who would be like after born he'd be like one of those Maybe. like like really quiet because his, his face shows no emotion yeah. and he's just like about the job like I, mm-hmm. I kind of think he'd be kind of like you know you don't put him in an MMA cage but in a fight with no rules where they're just like... First of all, let's stop for a second. Nick, are you just drinking the Lillette? Okay. Fine. All right. No, hold on. Why don't you take a swig and tell us what you think? <laughs> what does it taste like? This is my second round of this. Oh, okay. So you're, so you're in. <laughs> well, pardon me all the Is hell. it good? It's basically like a Vesper. <laughs> it's a fast-track Vesper. <laughs> is that true? Is there any alcohol in that? <laughs> It's it's very sweet. I'm just kidding. It's an aperitif. There's alcohol. delicious. It's like a sub champagne. I've I've still got the uh, lemon twist in there. Wonderful. I really regret not being by. the We bar. should have one more. I almost put the bar right here next to me, but if mm. someone walked in, yeah, <laughs> wanted... good point. Good point. Big mistake. Big, Big mistake. Um, okay, so let's just get to the end of this, and then we'll, we'll take a pause so we can re up on our booze. Yeah. Um, glorious practical effects, including the car that was blown by the jet engine. So, oh, really? They, that was practical? They tied a fucking tow cable to Whoa. it and then just gunned the engine. It looks fucking and cool. And then the tow cable just went taut and snapped it back. That's, That's fucking awesome. cool. Yeah, and they just erased it digitally. The only digital in a lot of this is just erasing the wires. I thought that feels that way in both in Quantum, in both these movies, is that it feels a lot of practical shit. Um, when he flips, when he runs across the top of the gas truck and then flips around to kick him through the so broken, fucking that's cool. so baller. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> One of my favorite They're moments cool of the sequence is after he diverts the truck yeah. and it actually stops it. There's a moment on his face is like, shit, did I live it? <laughs> Am, I I dead? Am I dead? Am I dead here right, right now? <laughs> he quickly looks around. It's so cool. And, and then he's getting arrested. And then my poor sap. Is the guy the cop who got his neck snapped? No, or the terrorist? I was saying the terrorist. I thought you meant the cop who the terrorist no. snapped his neck to steal a truck. No, 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 that sucks. Oh shit! There are probably cops around that. But guy it was that it was a poor. I mean, the poor. I guess up. the poor no. sap award at its essence is someone that shouldn't be involved yeah. being murdered. Yeah, yeah. But it is so. In my mind, obviously, Walder guy got it the worst because he didn't I, deserve it. I think it. I'm going to give it to Welder guy. I think that's fair. Well, but I, but I, it, but I love. But I love the. It's just like the beautiful poetic justice. The look on Bond's like, face. Oh yeah. When the guy explodes, he's like <laughs> he like doesn't even smile. He, he like smirks. barely smiles. He he's like mm. it's like he's like crushed. Like it. He, you could tell that he was just like <laughs> delicious. Um, what I what I really like about this scene, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's just because it's from eight years ago. Sure. Is the crisis is averted? Mm-hmm. Like it feels with like Avengers and Man of Steel and a lot of other movies. The bad guy succeeds yeah. and like destroys a bunch of shit, and then the mm-hmm. heroes stop him, and it's like, well, he got nice. what he deserved. Yeah. Whereas, like back in the day, it was about averting. Yeah, you need the to disaster. Stop it. Yeah, and like I, I was watching it, and I, you know, I've seen this movie a, a bunch of times, but when I was watching it for this, mm-hmm. I was surprised when the jet didn't explode because I yeah. was like. The jet's supposed to explode because then the bad guy has to be killed because of the bad thing. Then he it's did. like even more important yeah. to no, beat yeah. him. But no, good guys are supposed to stop the bad shit from happening. Yeah, and then kill the bad guy anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was weird true. for me to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was interesting because the the nice thing that works out for this story wise is that once he stops that, 
it escalates everything else. Yeah. It makes the game more important. Mm-hmm. It brings those ge- the, the stakes are warlords in yeah. from earlier. Like it, it he gets to save the day and be the hero and heighten the stakes for everyone involved immediately. Yeah, it's the, amazing. the villain is more desperate. Lashif yeah. needs money. And Which is the... I mean, that's the only reason... Is that why he put on the poker tournament? Was he going to put it on either way? Or is this the reason why? No, yeah, it failed. I couldn't he's tell. No, no, it failed. This failed. And then he's, and then on, he he's on the phone, and it's like, I don't know how many stocks you start. It's like, cents. And then he that's when he puts on the tournament, because Bond he flies back to, to the Bahamas, the and it's back, like, right? he's going to be in Montenegro. Mm-hmm. Doing a, a no limit poker tournament, and like yeah. that's why he's got to do it to win the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then before we take the the drink reupping break, we get my favorite line from this entire movie mm-hmm. is like he'll be in Montenegro, he'll be staying at the Royal Hotel where he'll be running his poker tournament. And Bond just goes, "Do you want a clean kill or do you want to send a message?" <laughs> Bond gets it. Bond, Bond, Bond gets sending a message. Bond, Bond. Um, but then of course, it's not a kill at all. No. It's uh, the big picture again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so let's hit pause and re up on our cocktails. Sure. Okay, so my next note just says, Good God, Eva Green. (laughs) Yeah, on my notes, it's literally the biggest text ever i've written notes with and it just says fuck eva green is yeah you're sitting you're sitting three feet from me and it's the only thing i can read on your page um maybe the best bond girl ever intelligent capable gorgeous does she even count as a bond girl yeah because she doesn't i mean i mean the fact that she's in she's his main point of infatuation i guess but she doesn't i mean i I guess we talked about that's why she didn't take the role that she's not a bond girl in the classic well if we go by if we go by kind of the bond formula Mm -hmm. which doesn't really follow which i'm grateful for but there's always um there's always the femme fatale that he has sex with and then either tries to kill him yeah and he kills her or is killed by the bad guys sure and then there's the good one who he also sleeps with usually at the end yeah who lives and is a great help to him. And then she's the one that lives. Yeah. Um, but there's always two Bond girls. There's two kinds. There's the dead ones and the live ones. Um, although she is eventually dead. She got some Bond stuff wrong, like his past. Like he came from money and stuff, but his parents died. Um, but she was spot on about his personality and outlook. He was, yeah. he was Batman? Yeah. Yeah. His parents, his parents died and he mm-hmm. used his fortune to become a killing machine. Yeah. Here's why I can't be a double O agent number three. Not I'll, British. I'll do whatever Ava Green wants if she'll be nice yeah. to me. <laughs> lot of, lot of, yeah. I would be like, hmm. now you know what? That's awful because I, I'm like, I, I would definitely like not neg her, but certainly give her some shit, no. and then it would just still would not work out. Whatever, either way, it would not she, work out. Like after, I he, would either let her roll over me, or I would be too mean, and then she would leave <laughs> in, in panic. You yeah. lash out yeah, at her yeah. like a quarter animal. Yeah. No, she would have just watched past me like I was another passenger on the yeah. train. <laughs> no, and then she would have came back and be like, "Oh, you're oh. Bond, okay? All right." Is, it would have been strictly work. Yeah, me. I guess I'll give you money after Bond gets cleaned out, and he's like, "I need the other five million. She's mm-hmm. like, "You can't have it," and he's like, "Mad." I would have been like, "You're right." Should we get out of here? You know, you're right. You're so smart and so good with money. Oh, my God. We should get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get a bottle of wine and go on the roof and just You know what? Real. Let's just hang out and talk. And just, why don't you tell me like, about your, your life? Why don't, I'd like to hear about your necklace. Just tell me about what you think about stuff. Do you think we're alone in the universe? Tell What's me up? about you your aliens. And she's already gone. 
Tell me about your amazing eyes. (laughs) (laughs) And then it just cuts to me crying on a couch next to Mathis, who just looks pissed that he has to be there. He's like, yes, 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 wonderful, wonderful. Ah, James. I'm so sorry. James, I'm so sad to hear about that. I'm so sorry. Speaking Um, of true love. Yes? What do you think M's husband does? We see the very glimpse of him rolling around in the bed. Poet. Wait, we see M's husband? Yeah, when she wakes up and then like her oh, you're like, yeah, 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 end yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. And then she has the, the like, end table. Seven's hacking into our mainframe also, under your, I, your name. Yeah, How does I was, he know all of this? I was watching that and then I was like, she really just like has that shit in front of her husband? Well, yeah, she's... Because he's just a six. fucking poet. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a nobody. Yeah, but I, I, I think like, yeah, he has nothing to do I, with Right, he's definitely just a made man. I Yeah, he's a kept man. I definitely... Try to think of like the most opposite thing, and the thing I could think most is poet and short story author. Yeah, that would be <laughs> he's great. like I got, I got Ian Fleming. <laughs> I got, <laughs> I got published in the Penny Saver. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm gonna go thwart international terrorism. <laughs> she comes home. He's wearing an apron. And he's doing like a risotto over the flame, and he's like, "Good news, honey. You want chicken?" Good news, honey. The butcher gave me a deal on chicken. I'm going to be published in the new Collier's magazine. And the risotto's coming along fine. How was your day? I set men to die. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> And then they don't talk for the rest of the night. No, Maybe he they just watch. keeps going. They, he, just, he just bull rushes through like, it. Oh, wonderful. Well, we'll have the risotto and we'll watch some faulty towers. <laughs> Honey, you'll never believe who there's I served new, in the pub today. There's a new Black Adder on the Netflix. You know what? Have you ever seen The Misfits? <laughs> I am a fan. Honey, what if, what if tonight, instead of you pouring over policy, we watched Dad's Army? <laughs> Hi! you seen the in-betweeners? <laughs> Those children are hilarious. Do we have any British listeners? <laughs> Could you please rate our accents? <laughs> Hello! Not, not, all, I, not I, all of them. Just identify the best one and the worst one. I was going to say, granted, I like that we all have different levels of British accent because I, I think it's important. Because there's like, oh, hi, fuck you, you fuck, wah, wah. Boy, what's all this in? Hey, what's all well, we that? Got, we got the same. I love that, they, like, I, okay, can I just say so? Maybe it's because they speak English. Maybe it's because they have a class system. Yeah, but I understand, w- like, much like America has, like, southern accent. Mm-hmm. Say, like, I, don't, I would think that other countries are mildly aware of Oh, they that. absolutely do. But, oh, but they, like, they're but super the, aware of it, but I, I what's think, weird is that England's such... I mean, it's not small, but it's a lot smaller than... Yeah. Well, it's because it's England's a class system. Only it's not other, regional. It, yeah, ah. England's the only other place where I'm like, I, I get... I know who speaks a certain way. And yeah, you're... Yes. And it's all class-based, which is... Wow. Good for them. So, so they get to Montenegro, which is in Serbia, which is a war zone. So this was actually shot in Prague. Beautiful. I really want to go to Prague. Um, we meet Mathis, and I said earlier, I want a Mathis. I want like a world weary guide mm-hmm. who gets shit done. Yeah, he's like that. He's like that fine line between uh, Alfred the Butler yeah. and Drinking Buddy. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I agree with that. I want that. Yeah, he definitely seemed Great. like he was too tired of everything on shit. Yeah, he's just like over shit, man. Which I I, I respect. I love that character in any movie. It's just like the guy that's just like and just yeah, entered I've done fuck this. it mode before We're his retirement. 
And it, it's like one it's of like, those things watch where this, I'm going to frame this. Guy and it makes murder. his part, his end in Quantum, make more sense. Mm-hmm. Where he's just like he's like he wouldn't mind, and you're like. Yeah, he probably wouldn't because he expected to die in exactly this way his entire life, and he, and he didn't want to die. And he well, got that, out. Yeah, he and that's the thing. Boots on. He wanted to die this way. Yeah, this isn't the way. Like he knew that he was in his mind. Even when he took a wife, even when he got a villa, he always knew that he was going to die in a fucking dumpster. Yeah, he was going <laughs> to like he was. He was going to get betrayed, and he was like he just always knew, and that's just how. All right. Uh, my next note is the tux. It's like Batman putting on the cowl for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because we already discussed it. It's like, I already have a dinner jacket. Mm-hmm. There are dinner jackets. There are dinner jackets. Yeah. Also, she looks... This is the hottest she looks. Is before she puts all the shitty makeup yeah. on. Yeah. When she's just in the bathroom, like, looking in the mm-hmm. mirror. Holy shit, Eva Green. I don't know. She could tell me how to dress anytime. I, I could have some year. deep plunging dress. <laughs> That's not. I'm not against. No, I'm just that. talking about like the, her face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 she that, looks beautiful. No, the purple dress when she first shows up. I don't up know. She looks table. pretty hot on the train. Yeah, yeah. No. She looks. Oh, I'm sorry. Not, she looks hot all the time. She's hot sitting in a shower. Just well, okay. All Eva, right. I guess what I'm just trying to say is, I think you're pretty without makeup. I watch Camelot for you. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Don't do this. Don't don't fall into college, Matt. <laughs> Or I don't even Matt. know. I don't even know college and high school Matt, but I know that he was definitely a guy was, that was like, "You're beautiful without me." He's terrible. You're a special. He's snowflake terrible. Flower. I only see the real I you. Like I hate I, that guy. I knew. College, <laughs> I knew college Matt. He's the fucking worst. <laughs> I imagine high school Matt was the worst. <laughs> college Nick was the worst. Except, except a lot was, of college everyone was the worst. Was terrible. Um, Actually, you know what? Early LA Kyle was the worst. <laughs> I'll throw that out there. I'll vouch for that. Yeah. There was a lot of yeah, yeah. a lot of monstrous things came out. <laughs> to the dead versions of us. <laughs> oh, thank God. Right, let them gone. die and be buried right forever. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> fuck them where they live. Oh, fuck. That went on there. <laughs> and we have baptized <laughs> the soundboard. Uh, Nick. Oh, no. The booze went in the soundboard. Nick, if you have one flaw, it's that you toast too hard. <laughs> now the soundboard is one of us. He's in. It's uh, three parts vodka. But yeah. Uh, like all but as, are now. As I mentioned earlier, that's what the love of a good woman can do. Because after that, Bond stops dressing like a dickhead. Yeah, he looks great. Mm. Oh, I even have the note. Let's take a moment to think about her purple dress. <sighs> after she kisses him on the neck and then turns mm-hmm. around, what that dress does to her backside is should be studied by scientists. <laughs> Welcome to Ava Greencast. Ava you know Greencast. And she's so hot in this. Uh, and it and it's the thing is like they made a very special point. This is the woman that breaks him. Yeah. And this is the woman that builds she, him up she had and to breaks be, him back makes down. Him human. She had to be this. She should have that effect on you as a male in the audience. Yes. Straight up. Yes. And that they did that to great effect. Here's the thing. I would sit on a train and listen to her say bad things about me for hours. I, I would let her insult me for forever. For a day forever a, f- a fortnight and the worst even. part is it'd be accurate and there's nothing i could do oh no I couldn't even and fight i'd back. be like oh you're so insightful oh my god you oh see my to the god, very you don't even know me you see the very core you see to the very core of me oh my god i would are make you an her, x-ray machine i would make her the ultimate mixtape <laughs> yeah open with a target and, and then know. she would throw it away immediately open with san Dimas high school football rules yeah absolutely all the time and it would be called your nick's tape listen i don't know what to say like shut up <laughs> I hate that. Shut up forever. It was pretty good. No, it was not. Well, it was pretty good. I hate it. I'm going to be honest. I'm mad about it. It was really good. (laughs) I'm mad about it. Pretty good.
Okay, so we anyway. get a pretty great machete fight. Well, yes. yeah, what I was going to say is when I think of Casino Royale, I always think about the poker part. And we already established that there's a lot that happens before we even get there. And then they pace the poker perfectly because it's like poker, machete fight. fight. Poker. Poison. You're poisoned. <laughs> poke. No, it wasn't even that. Poker, you lose your money. Then poker, you're poisoned. Then I come back and clean you out. So it's like it. it well, they we- never show too much. They only show the most interesting hands, which I think would be ludicrous if you didn't. Yeah. I don't know what screenwriter would be like. Oh, yeah, like a, he lost. Do, do you think if you didn't know poker, you would know what's going on? No. Well, here's what happened is I don't know. I didn't know poker when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. And they have Mathis explaining to him. They really yeah. do. Who's the audience? So he's just like, Bond must go all in. Thanks, guy. Yeah. But now that I've started playing poker with some of our friends, I was able to actually follow yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah. Uh, it actually helped quite a bit. Um, we get a pretty great machete fight. Yeah. That fight is fucking brutal and scary. It's fucking If someone good. comes in with a machete, another thing you can use against me, if you come at me with a machete, you win. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll just give you whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, as long as it's not my life. You can have the lives of anyone around me. Yeah. We get that sweet team kill. That was awesome. Where she holds his hand down mm-hmm. and then has a lot of trouble dealing with she it. She is very upset. Yeah. Which is a beautiful scene. And they never do in Bond movies. Yeah. Is the, is the human impact mm-hmm. of murder. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing, which we talked about, is Bond is a monster. And then she... He went back and played cards and had and some that, drinks. Yeah, yeah. And then she like played a vague part in the murder of a person, and she couldn't deal with it. Yeah. And At he all. still like kind of tries to fuck her in the... In the shower, I, I, I didn't even read it as that. What is no, that? I don't know what that is. What is it? Is he cleaning her hands? I think he's absolving her of the guilt. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's. Yeah, I think he's taking the blood off her hands. It felt him. fucky. It did. It's because it was not a great way to do that yeah. scene. It felt fucky. Like, I don't think it if he just would have hugged yeah. her. I would have been fine, but the like, oh, like the, I'm gonna the suck. That's sucking. what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Or if he would have washed her fingers, yeah, yeah, like, yeah if he would have yeah, like yeah. made an, uh, yeah, yeah. an effort to do that. Maybe they thought that that was too obvious. Well, apparently, um, I was reading they he cleaned each finger individually, and they're like, "That's super creepy." And they ended up just merging it, like digitally merging the scenes together, weird, to just what? try to make it as short as fucking possible. That's a yeah. lot of effort for the. F- yeah. It should have just been arm around her shoulder, and then you could cut it. Well, that's mm-hmm. how creepy it is. Yeah, that's what no, I was he, thinking. he should have just washed each finger individually. No, he didn't even have to do that. Yeah. Just put your arm around her and say that... It, just and be maybe a human. kiss her hands. That was Maybe it. suck one finger. I don't I know. I didn't need a metaphor there. All right. Because it was creepy, because I just thought he was trying to fuck her in the shower. She's like, I murdered I mean, someone, and he's fine. like, I'm going to give you a dose of dick. Toes. To help you out with that. Which is how Sean Connery would have fixed that. Yeah, I know. Um, He's amazing. (laughs) So then Bond goes back. He loses all of his cash. Yeah. And then, well, time for plan B. Grab steak knife. Oh, that's my favorite part. He's he's literally, you see him actively be like, well, well, lost my money. Time to stab him in the head with a steak knife. Yeah, because it's him still seeing the Felix Slider finally grabs him and was like, Guess I should have. Guess I, sh- guess I should have introduced myself. Yeah, since how we're related. Felix Leiter, brother from Langley. Oh, he he plays that so well. But but he's such a cool character. But like, yeah, his plan B was immediately 
Which is it's perfect still seen of this small Bond. Yeah. He was just like, I'm going to stab this guy in the fucking head. And she's like, that's not the point of this. Yeah. You can still catch him. Even Why has no one ever thought of this? Yeah. I'm bleeding Yeah, like, like he's the first person to think of shooting this guy in the head. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how naive he is in this movie. He just doesn't see the big degree. picture. Yeah. Like, everyone sees the big picture. Like, he's this, he's this uncut diamond. Like, he, yeah. he'll be the greatest secret agent. Mm-hmm. And he's not there. And everyone recognizes what he needs to do. Even yeah. Felix is like... Fucking quit it. Yeah, he's, he's like, don't hey, do what you're going to do. Because I need him. Yeah. I'll you ya. guys need him. Why would you do this? What is wrong with you? Yeah. You, I think you got him. We just play a coup. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, his pep I'll talk just today. give you a cool, chill five mil. Yeah, I'll give you a cool. Because the, Does it look the like U.S. We need doesn't the money? fucking yes. need it. Which, by the way, we do. No, we don't. Our government doesn't. At that point, we didn't. We do. Yeah. The I people do. do. Absolutely. The infrastructure does. But, like, Military spending and intelligence spending? No. Never suffered once during no, no, the no, fucking rebel. Yeah. They're fine. That's what that's why I love that line so much more, even after the economic collapse. It he's feels like, even more enlightening. Yeah, he's just like, look like we need the money. Yeah. Here's why I can't be a double O agent number four. No way I'm that cool when I get poisoned. Nope. <laughs> let me let me let me walk you through my, my no. let me walk you through my thinking. I'm dead. Let me walk you through my thinking when I realize I'm poisoned. Uh when you poop regularly, you think uh. you're poisoned? Oh no. Uh, yeah. I've been poisoned. <laughs> my body's he, he exactly. Okay, first of all, he goes in there to try to make himself throw up. No, no. First he's like he stands up and is like, um, so you're the big blind. He takes a moment to throw his chips yeah. in. <laughs> then he calmly walks into the bathroom. I definitely would have I, I would have definitely first of all slapped on my corner. Yeah, I no, I would have slapped that man in the face. <laughs> I would have. I would have pointed because at him. I would have. He poisoned I, I, me. I would have slapped in the face. And shouted poison. And at maybe. The top of your maybe. <laughs> poison. Slap. He would have been like, "Well, I guess I'll just throw his chips in for him." <laughs> because that was my whole, like, my whole thought. The fact that he had to throw them in, it was just like, "Do it yourself, <laughs> you fucker." I know. I, I know what I am. Fuck this whole place. Fuck this. Poison. Slap. And then I would have taken off. And I definitely would have made myself try to throw up. I would not have done the salt water thing. And I would have tried to make myself throw up there. I would start gagging myself at the table. Yeah, yeah. I would barf on the poker table. As someone All who, over my chips. As someone who's made themselves throw up for uh, internet video, yeah. it's way harder than you think. No, actually, chugging salt water is super easy. I think, I think the adrenaline of being poisoned would actually carry me through. <laughs> yeah, maybe true. But yeah. I'll also, my Don't only look for it. my only real issue is at the end where he's going to jump himself, and Eva Green for some reason knows to plug that thing in. Oh, and exactly. To jump him. What wires? That's my only issue. Actually, that's really my only issue with this entire movie. And I'm one, not even mad. I have. I one just other. was like, I was watching, and I was like, How did, "What really?" If I showed up there, I'd be like, "No." Well, right before that, to continue with my panic, when they're like, take number five, yeah. jam it into your neck, oh, yeah. into the vein. I'm Fuck missing no. it. I'm yeah. putting that in my shoulder. It's yeah, going into I'm my like, temple. Like, I put it in my fucking brain, guys. Is that okay? Does the brain circulate blood? Is that bad? And then I'm pulling every EpiPen and just like, jamming it into my chest. <laughs> putting it into my chest, into my heart, and they're like, "It's not the needle's not that long. I'm like, I don't know. Well, for me, I'm colorblind, so I'm fucked. I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting it pretty deep, guys. <laughs> guys I grab a purple one. I'm hitting bone. <laughs> yeah. I'm hitting bone. Oh, but here's the thing, though, is when she saves his life. Yeah. And he wakes up and he goes, are you okay? Fuck that Are you slick. serious? Oh, my God. Sploosh. Are like, you okay? That's that's when she knew she was going to fuck Babe, him. Babe, are you okay? 
I know you had to save my life, but are you okay? Oh, what and, a tag. Are and, you okay? What happened for the last five minutes? When Bond sits back down, mm-hmm. the look on Mads Mikkelsen's face, I rewound it five times to make sure I wasn't seeing it's things. It's fucking good. His eyes vibrate in disbelief <laughs> they shake inside of his head it's incredible he can't handle it to like you can't teach it it's, it's great that dude's acting his dick off that's amazing he's my favorite i mean he always he's just an amazing actor. so then bond wins he casually i had to look this up to make sure it was right yeah. he casually tips the dealer five thousand dollars was that all it was honestly i was pissed off I'm pissed off to know that because I thought that he casually tipped more? him a million. No, no, no whichever. I thought he tipped. He won 150 million. Throw the guy a million. I'm just I'm that changes his life. <laughs> you did a great job. Are you serious? It was what was it? I looked at it, it was 500 grand. Bullshit! Throw him a, a cool mill. I'm pissed off. I thought he threw a mill at him. You won 150 million dollars. You can't throw. <laughs> Even not even a, it's hardly a percentage. Just what the goddamn cock? <laughs> that guy dealed his balls off. If I'm that guy, I'm like, I'm getting a mill, yeah. maybe two as tip. <laughs> Don't you think that dude did that, exceptional? You made the, especially a guy, especially a guy that bought bought back in and won. I'm like, I'm getting a two mil tip. How are you I flipping this way? <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck Bond. Are you serious? It's five grand. Five hundred grand. Fuck that shit. Five hundred. This is a rare case where I will say that that's not enough money. <laughs> I because in my mind, in my mind, I had already knew what the appropriate tip was. In my it was mind, a million dollars. It was in a million because he just threw a cool mill, and I was like, yeah, he just threw a cool mill at that guy. Of course he did. And now that you said that, I'm. That's bullshit. No, I looked it up because I thought it was a million too, and I was like, I want to be correct. <sighs> I mean, our, we, we don't right, have. But a mill is correct, we found right? Breaking point. No, but a mill is right, right? One fifteenth of your hundred fifty million dollar. Also, money that you're not even going to get anyway. So fucking tip no, the no, motherfucker. No, 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 no. He he was he got it's to keep in the a profits. Country, so yeah, yeah. He just had to pay the treasury back the fifteen million pounds. He, it doesn't matter. No, I'm just saying you're Kyle, right. Point is, I'm saying you're right. It's, that I mean, makes him an even bigger prick. Yeah. I mean, you don't know how many super villains. It makes it worse. Poker games he deals with per week. It oh, could, here's my thing. This could be a normal week for him. That is the nicest fucking building I've ever seen. It is the classiest Beautiful. hotel ever. Hotel slash casino that you've ever seen. That room they're in. I want that room in my house with the you know bar and the raised I, I table. Was, Why is that dealer wearing the tackiest fucking? Vest? When I was, I've never seen. I don't know. But when I was watching this, and that you saw how the casino was outside of that room, and it was like kind of sparse, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh shit, is this what casinos this what are like? Is this what like? is this what casinos are like outside of Vegas? Not garish uh, Vegas? Like they're not like they're no, like constantly assaulting me. But like, but what I'm saying is like, yeah, it, is this what it's like in Europe where it's like? It's not just like rows upon rows of slot machine, where, machines. Where, it's like play a table. Where it's not your out. neighbors going yeah. on vacation to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. It's people in tuxes yeah. who own oil fields and helicopters. Yes. Just pissing away money. Is yeah. that real? That's probably what it looks like. Well, God, God bless them. That's anyway. what all the Bond movie. That's what all the older older Bond yeah. gambling houses look like. Except in Diamonds Are Forever, when he goes to Vegas, <laughs> it's tacky as shit. And I think they did it. On purpose. They did it on purpose, a hundred percent. So he wins, and then he names the Vesper, and he has the best line. 
This line's so good. Why Vesper? Once you've tasted it, it's all you want to drink. Yep. Fuck you, dude. Smooth but he never even tasted it. Here's the whole thing. He, uh, Craig is not great at quips. And honestly, his bond doesn't fuck many girls. That's a panty dropper line. God damn it. All of his good lines in this movie aren't like badass lines. They're like, how would a girl not want to fuck you immediately? They're panty dropper, yeah. Yeah. Well, it helps that he looks like Hitler's dream. Yeah. Like, if you went back in time and you showed Hitler a picture of Daniel Craig, you'd be like, yeah, that's what I'm going for. Yeah. Guys, I did it. Where's this guy at? Who did this? Where's he? Is he a Why wasn't he my personal guard? It's funny because he plays a Jew in uh, Defiance. And Munich. Yeah. (laughs) Well, weird. Here's my thing is, what if he didn't connect the dots laid out for him? Where she stands up and goes, oh, Mathis needs to see me. And he goes... Mathis, and then runs outside because he thinks Mathis is the betrayer. Yeah. What if he just stays and just eats a caviar? Yeah, that's it. And then Vesper stayed at the terrace, like, I don't know where he is. This is the point in the movie where I was the most confused about. Like, I I was forever until, like, um, recently watching it. I finally looked it up online. I'm like, why does he say Mathis and then immediately know because she's a traitor? Because, no, what happens is Mads Mickelson, Lashif learns that bond identified as tell and he uses that tell as a fake to yeah. clean him out the first yeah, time yeah. and then so someone had to tell him and it was either mathis or vesper and he couldn't possibly believe vesper betrayed him so he assumed it's mathis yeah and then he goes out there they have that awesome car you know wreck which they have the guinness that connection they have the guinness world record which, for car flips which, which by the way that's the um only time he drives that car, like normally yeah. in a Bond film, there's like a lot of oh, driving. Here's an awesome yeah, car yeah, chase. Yeah, yeah, here's an awesome car chase, which is what Quantum remedies fixes immediately. Yeah, they right they, the they gave that to him, and the only time you see him drive it, it's like maybe twenty seconds where they pull up to meet Mathis yeah. for the first time, and then he flips the car, and then yeah. 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 Um, so then he goes, and then he flips the car, and they grab him, and then Mickelson or Lashif is very careful, and he goes, mm-hmm. "Looks like your friend Mathis." Is really my friend Mathis. Yeah. Because that way he can still hold Vesper's Vesper torture. right there. He can hold yeah, yeah, Vesper's yeah, yeah, yeah. torture over Bond's Fair. head. Okay, so then here's why I can't be a double O agent number five. Balls. Dick torture? Yeah. I'll tell you whatever you want. No. That happens in the he, novel. When he... Oh, really? They tie him to the chair, but it's a carpet beater. Uh, instead of a fucking shipman's rope. Uh, shipman's rope's and, way worse. And the torture goes for an hour. Uh, before the assassin comes and kills everybody for But the beautiful is like... The beautiful thing is... Oh, God. See, His line in this is great. You've done... The, the, that's that's my favorite line. It's like, scratch you, it to the left. You, I, I got a scratch. Can no, you do it? No, 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 no to the no. right, to the right. And then he the like starts off. He's like, now the whole world will know that you you died. Scratch scratch my balls. You died scratching, scratching my balls. My balls. <laughs> uh, I also, That's a, that oh, might be one of the best it, Bond lines of all time. Is it you died? I yeah. th- I thought it was just a Britishism. Yeah. You no, done scratch my balls. No, you died scratching he my was balls. Like, you're like, gonna die. Where did that assassin? Hold on, come that's from? way better. He just knew that MI6 was gonna come for him. No, he, no, because they no, didn't. No, you learn later. He's he's from Quantum, and he just doesn't want people to know. Like the chief screwed him, so it's no, like yeah, if yeah. you fuck with us, if you fuck he's with a our money. Guy. We put our reputation on the line for you for this African warlord, mm-hmm. and you fucked it up. And now you're. And because die. of that, we're going to kill you, so everyone knows that that's what happens. Yeah, when this, you fuck with and this they was know my, that we're not. 
Fucking we're, we're still people that yeah. you want to do business with because we'll, we'll, we'll deal with we'll, our we'll shit. We'll deal with it. Yeah. yeah. This was my gripe with this movie is that Bond had no part. They in don't make that clear though. Him. They do in Quantum, saved. which yeah, is yeah, why we're but, doing this but together. In, yeah. But in yeah, in Casino, yeah. my biggest thing is like at at the end of that, I just assumed it was an MI six. No, like showed up. like what's in, like what I love about this. No, because you see Mister White at the beginning; he's the one yeah, who introduces. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I love is not only does the association with Casino Royale make Quantum stronger. Yeah. But the association with Quantum makes Casino stronger. Like, it's yeah. not, this is a really good movie that makes the second bad movie better. They make each other better, yeah. which we're going to explore. So in the book, it goes on for an hour. Mm-hmm. And then Bond kind of talks about how he heard from, like, guys who got shot down in, like, Eastern Europe and stuff. How if you hold on long enough, eventually the pain, you don't care about it anymore. Yeah, yeah. You, you get over the hill, mm-hmm. and then the pain doesn't hurt anymore. And all I have to do is worry about uh, Stockholm Syndrome, mm-hmm. like, falling for your captor. Sure. And, um... This time, it, in, in the book, it's a, it's a smirsh, which is the anti-espionage service the Soviets had during World War II. It was disbanded in forty in forty six, but in the world of Bond, they kept going secretly. Oh, and okay. so the agent comes in. He kills the guards. He, he kills the chief. And then he points a gun at Bond, and he goes, you're so lucky. My orders aren't to kill you. Wow. And he goes, that's the only reason you're alive. And he goes, however, you might find yourself in the company of one of my fellows. So he carves the Russian uh, Cyrillic letter for spy into Bond's hand. And then that like carries through the rest of the books. But it's like, that's how, that's so how it ends. Russians will always know that he's, he's a spy. spy. Yeah, he's had, he has the scar, and it kind of looks like, like the Cyrillic like L wow. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he lets him go. I mean, that's fine. He says his name's Bond anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, no problem. <laughs> Maybe that's um, why he does that now. <laughs> but then that's so, – so then one of my favorite moments – this is a great character moment – where the chief has already hit his dick twice. Yeah. And he goes – he still goes, the password, please. Yeah. Um, and then this is when Bond finally sees the big picture is when, is when he, goes, he, goes, he goes, if you kill us, they'll come for you. And he goes, no, they won't. I'll kill you. I'll torture you. I'll torture her. And your countrymen will still welcome me with open arms. And that is when Bond sees the yeah. big picture. That's when Bond understands the greater whole. Yeah. You think? And, he's like, he's and, right. And it just took dick brutality. But he's right. They would. If, if, if there was a choice between getting Le Chief and getting the entire organization yeah. or getting Bond back. It's Le Chief. 100%. Yeah. It's Le Chief and getting the entire organization. It's getting, yeah. it's getting that entire apparatus. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when Bond gets it. And then he just starts laughing. He's got to play it smarter. Well, because as far as he knows, it's too late. Yeah. Like, that's that's my reading of the scene is he finally yeah. realizes and he starts laughing like a crazy person. Yeah. Because the only way he can deal with it and it's too late. Yeah. But um, it, that's, that's, that's a huge moment. And it's beautiful. And he gets saved. And he gets saved. He goes to the that's, hotel. That's my one gripe, is that it, he didn't save himself. He doesn't save himself in the original book, yeah. so at least yeah. there's that. Um, but it's a small, small gripe on an otherwise perfect movie. Yeah. Here's my thing. So he goes, he goes to Lake Como. He's outside Clooney's house. 100%. Like, when he shoots Mr. White at the very end, that's Clooney's house. Is it really? On Lake Como, yeah. So he's recovering like in Italy. Like Clooney needs more money? Yeah. So he's recovering in, in Italy. And Vesper, that's a fucking cool ass ending. Vesper keeps fucking with him. Mm-hmm. She like sits on his lap, and then she goes. She's like, "You can have me anywhere." His boner flutters must have yeah. been the worst pain ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what a bitch! Like, yeah. you know, my dick is in shambles. Yeah, how dare you do this to me? Yeah. Then they torture Mathis. It's a tough ending. <laughs> 
that that whole ending, that sequence inside that floating, that How, sinking building is amazing. When, when they're on like their honeymoon or their, uh, you know, he's gonna quit. lovers getaway. They're, on, they're in Venice. Okay. How does Bond miss the one-eyed, clearly henchman, evil guy? Because he thinks he's out. He thinks they're done. Yeah. Like, he never for a second imagined Vesper was in on it. And no, he also didn't still. think... He also just is has that bravado at the time in that naivety that, like, his... He's like, if I'm out, I'm out. My, what I did doesn't affect me now because I did it so effectively no one would ever know. But it's like... Of course I'll know. No. You never get to leave this yeah. business. No, no. But he, he still he still doesn't he's still not quite there yeah. with the big picture. Sure. Like he recognizes yeah. he needs to see it when he's getting his dick worked. Mm-hmm. But here he's like, Oh, I'm out, I dismantled the organization. But yeah. someone had to put Lashif in touch but with that African not. warlord yeah. and he wasn't yeah, out and no he idea. didn't see it. And then he doesn't put it together until he gets that call from M mm-hmm. and then he calls the bank. Yeah. And then he's he, like shit. So he goes he goes to he he follows Vesper. He yeah. follows her phone. He finds the phone, and he Which goes. She there. left for him. Yeah. Yes, and he's under the impression that she's meeting with her best friends in the world. Yeah, this organization. Not at all. You know, Quantum. So that's why. That's why when they realize Bond's there, one eye spins her around. It's like I'll kill her, and he's like, "Allow me," because he thinks she's the enemy. Yeah, and they don't know. He doesn't realize that. Yeah, and that's why she dies. Is this mm-hmm. there's this unfortunate chain of events of misconceptions where he believes and lies that she's and in bed with yeah. him willingly. Yeah, but it turns well, out really, that she's she being did it blackmailed. To save his life. Yeah, yeah. Like, she did it to save his life and the life of her douchebag boyfriend, lover. which we'll get to. Yeah, um, that fight scene in that sinking house it's is fucking great. cool. And in the in the behind the scenes, more glorious practical. The house that sinks is an eight foot tall replica. Oh really? That they sank in a pool and digitally wow, inserted. Wow, that looks really good. Yeah, it's not CG. It's just it's it's fucking model making. It's I ILM and Pirates back shit. Between this movie and the second, there are so many fight scenes around construction sites. Yeah. I'm into it though. I'm about I love it. it. The first and the le- and this one. There's the a last, lot of weird and then shit. Also in Quantum, there's the the the. Let's hotel, not even talk about another, it. We gotta save it. That. Okay, so she dies because she under- she's she thinks Bond will never forgive her. Mm-hmm. And like you have that moment where Bond's like, I've got to get her, I'm gonna interrogate her, I'm gonna kill her, but he's also kind of kicking at the elevator door, she's drowning in with that he desperation wants to like save her. to save her. And I think it's interesting is he doesn't even know why he's trying to pull her out. Yeah. You know, and Craig really sells it. And then he he's talking to M on the phone and he just says, The bitch is dead. And I don't think he believes she's a bitch. No. I think that's him shrugging his no, armor back yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That line like, pissed me himself. off. I'm like, he doesn't believe yeah, you. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But that's how the book ends. That's literally the last line of Casino Royale yeah. is, yeah, she was working for Smurfs. He might have meant it in the novel, but he did not mean no. it in the movie. No, not in the movie, Dan, because Daniel Craig is you know a real man. Because Quantum um, of Solace happens. So at the end of the day... Bond knows that there's an organization that killed Vesper. Yeah. That, whole, that he holds responsible. He realizes that there's a picture so big, not even MI6 realizes it. Yeah. And he goes on the hunt to cut it down. But at the end of the day, Casino Royale is a love story that's doomed. And then Bond leaves it equal parts heartbroken at the loss of Vesper and pissed off that he got played. Yeah. And that's what carries us. And he's ready to see the big picture. And he's ready to gives us the bond as we know it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing. These these two movies set up perfectly why Connery Bond exists and why that it just it's great. And um, yeah, it's just he's ready 
to blaze through quantum Mm -hmm. and like he does it as the terminator as the terminator which he shouldn't do and he learns that he shouldn't do it he he's he gets the bigger picture but he still goes about it kind of the wrong way one last quip um for casino royale what maybe one honorable mention henchman (laughs) outstanding go though the one henchman that actually shot bond with a nail gun Oh yeah, that but guy ultimately got it in the end when he was electrocuted and then thrown into the water. Oh, I forgot that's how he yeah, died. He gets electrocuted. See, my honorable mention henchman. I mean, I bow to yours. I think yours is superior. But my mine was the was the African warlord's guard who saw the earpiece and then went after Ooh. Bond and immediately got his ass thrown. over He did a, a good job though. The fact that he recognized yeah. it because in my mind in this movie I was like. Damn, that guy was on the lookout. He was on the lookout. I would never see that. But then he died like a true henchman, yeah. getting thrown over the yeah, railing yeah, yeah. on a staircase. But I, like when he when he pointed that out, I was like, "Would you have noticed that? I wouldn't have noticed that." But you're not trying to look for that. I'm not. But I think Nick's right. I think not nail, now. I think nail gun's great because he got a piece of Bond, mm-hmm. and then he died pretty awesome. Yeah. He also gave Bond the idea to use the nail gun on other dude on, on Gettler. Yeah. 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 The title comes from a short story uh, about it's Bond at a dinner party. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even do any spy shit. What? And it's about what happens when affection between two people drops to zero. Because wow, quantum. That makes sense. So, this is. So, a lot of people are like, well, the title doesn't make any sense. Quantum, a quantum, is the smallest unit of measurement. It's how we measure atoms. Mm-hmm. We measure them in quantums. So, it's the smallest unit of solace, of, of forgiveness, of relief. Yeah, and that's what he's doing. This is he's trying to get that tiny quantum of solace. But it's about a dinner party, and this man and woman who get married and hate each other and cheat on each other and all this stuff. And it happens because there's no longer that quantum of solace. They yeah. stop seeing each other as human beings. And they see each other just as a thing to hate. Sure, that's where the title comes from. Made five hundred eighty-six million. It is. According to this study, I, I didn't write down where it came from, but it's the most violent Bond film ever. I could see that. Is it? With 250 Absolutely. trivial or severely violent acts compared to Dr. No's 109. It's also the shortest. Director wanted a leaner movie after Casino Royale, which did take its time. Yeah, it did. It breathed a lot. I don't think to a fault. No, no, no. But, but it was that kind yeah. of movie. Whereas this is a revenge movie, and it's yeah. him. It's him focused. Yeah, it made a lot of sense. Casino Royale had to take that time for him to learn those lessons. Mm-hmm. Whereas this movie was very direct. Mm-hmm. Um, True. Directed by Mark Forster, German, moved to Switzerland. He's the first non-British Commonwealth director. So not any country that used to be allied with the UK. Monsters Ball, Finding Neverland, Stranger Than Fiction, The Kite Runner, and World War Z. Wow. Purvis and Wade and Haggis returned to write, but the writer strike meant that the final script was eventually just kind of written between Daniel Craig and Forster, who, who worked on it on oh, set. Oh, no! This was a victim of the writer's strike? Yeah, it was. And it turned out really well, which I, Better, I think... I we think came down my, hard on it when it came out. I hated yeah, yeah, it when it came out. But I think that... I did, too. I hated this when it came out, but then I watched it again, I was like, they might have filled in some gaps with action, but That's honestly... Fine. It needed it. It, it was great. It it genuinely turned out really well. Like anyway, keep going. But it's uh, 
the villain is Matthew Almarek. He's a Frenchman. He was in Munich with Daniel Craig. He's such a dick, and he I want a, him to die. He was a traitorous little shit in that one, too. Yeah. Grand Budapest Hotel, Diamond Bone the Butterfly. He took the role because he knew his kids would never forgive him for passing on being a Von villain. Oh, that's cool. And he wanted so badly to that's wear makeup so cool. and prosthetics. But he didn't. But, the, but Mark Forster said, no, I want the villains in this one to not have anything. Mm-hmm. I want them to be ugly on the inside, like yeah, how yeah, corruption yeah, yeah, works. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, he looks like a guy that's ahead of just a CAO. Yeah. A CEO of a company. Our Bond girl, our our first Bond girl, the one that lives, is Olga Kurylenko, Ukrainian, star as a model, did a lot of French films. She's fucking great. She really took the role because she'd get a lot of action and there was no love story. She said if Bond it's not, slept really she I said mean, a, it's like in a they kiss, that's it. Yeah, it's like in the basest sense of they like a mutual respect given. It, like, if anything, she is Bond in Casino Royale and he tries to save her. Mm-hmm. But she took it because there's no love story. She's in Hitman, she's in Max Payne, she's in Centurion, mm-hmm. Oblivion. She's basically usually the best thing she's in. Yeah. Um She's really good. She's also in Seven Psychopaths, which was awesome. She's gorgeous and a great actress. And she's gonna play Marie Curie for Luke Besson. Well, that doesn't make sense, but keep going. Is, does Marie also, Curie is, have radiation powers? I don't know. Fight why, assassins? why is Luke Besson doing that movie? That makes no sense. Thank Listen, you. We're done. We're done. Just don't even try to speculate on it. I hope it's Fifth Element okay, with Mary Okay, we're Curie. moving on to the femme fatale, the, the woman he has sex with who dies, Gemma Arterton, which I was very upset. She's so You were hot. mad that she died? She's so hot. But she looks so good dead. And she's got the... She, they're just throwing away busty redheads and it feels like a waste also by the way the way that she's dressed when he meets her like don't you immediately expect that she was either gonna make it under it yeah she was either gonna take it off and be in lingerie or take her coat off and have guns to try to murder him like it's why did they do that i'm about it that That was was i I know don't get me wrong she's super hot but i don't know why they dressed her like that because it was very suspicious no who you're who you sending? Sent? Yeah, you should like have weird. sent the ugliest, baldest dude. Yeah, no, no, no. Because if it was a dude, it would be as someone challenging his authority. It should have just been a plain woman. It should have been Pam. From it should have been M. Just send M. Just yeah, but Pam would have tried to have sex with him too. Well, that's a good point. But she would have ruined him in the so process. So Gemma Arterton, Clash of the Titans, Prince of Persia, Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, which I'm going to go on record and saying is far better than it should be. Oh, Hansel and Gretel. Keep going. The, I haven't the seen it yet. It's on Netflix. It's on Amazon Archive. Prime. Yeah, give it a watch. It's I'm, actually pretty good. Yeah, they're making a second one. <laughs> yeah, because it made two hundred million dollars, and she was in Byzantium, which was also good. She plays a vampire. She She's plays awesome, a sexy vampire. Man. She could suck my blood. And then, and then the well head done. of CIA, uh, Felix Wright's boss, uh, Felix Leiter's boss, David no, Harbour. Not even head of CIA. He's the head of South America. He's the Station. South American Station, Station Chief. Chief. Which I have a note. Whitest dude ever. Who is my favorite character in this movie? <laughs> David Harbour. Because he's the biggest bro that I've ever met in my he life. He just wants to bro and down. He's so pissed off. He just wants to be friends he's with like, Felix. He's like, I'm in bed with bad people. Felix, just stop ruining my game. Stop giving a shit. Uh, motherfucker. You like, want can we just, not give uh, a shit. Just, can we just get drunk with rich people and hang out? Yeah. Like, I, you motherfucker. Like, I love that moment so where he's good. like, that's James Bond. I don't know how I missed it. How did you miss it? Yeah, he, oh, no, that was a he test. Wants, and he it was him. a test. It was awesome. It, that was an awesome moment. But the whole, the beautiful thing of beyond that moment where he's like super smart and tests tests Felix, 
beyond that, he just wants to bro down. Yeah. He, he just, just wants, just he looks to be friends with them. He's just like, what? We're in Bolivia, dude. Let's fucking hang, South, man. South America, what threat is there? Let's yeah, let's just hang home. out. We're all doing coke. If you want to see David Harbour, he's in Brokeback Mountain, which I can't remember his part. He's the dick cop in End of Watch. You get stabbed which in the eye. perfect. He's oh. in Snitch with the Rock, and he was uh, the bent cop in Equalizer, and he was awesome in the equalizer he was so good i love the Um, equalizer jesper christensen is uh he's mr white Mm -hmm. and he talks shit about working on the bond films so i don't know if we're gonna see him die i think he's gonna be the mickey rourke of the bond franchise where they keep trying to get him back to die and he won't come back why was he pissed off he had a great role he just was super minimal there's a deleted scene where bond finds him and then takes him to so when they're at the opera yeah He's there. there. There's a guy there who was the dad from Friday Night Dinner. Yes. <laughs> which is an amazing show. It's on Amazon Prime. It's one of my favorite sitcoms. He's it's the dad With from Friday Night Dinner. Shed. And his secret shed. And the dad <laughs> the dad from Friday Night Dinner plays an advisor to a member in the House of Lords. And the yeah. movie ends with he takes Mr. White, definitely. Bond takes Mr. White in front of the guy from the British government who works for Quantum, or is at least in bed with them. He just fucking shoots Mr. White in front of him mm-hmm. and then starts questioning this guy from the British government about Quantum. Sure. And that's the deleted scene. And I don't know why it's not at the end of this or the beginning of Skyfall. It's It just know. wraps up the entire Quantum storyline. I don't know yeah. why you wouldn't want to do that. Weird. Or I don't know why Skyfall didn't end with a file that just said Mr. White. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. The Skyfall definitely wraps up this whole arc, basically. Skyfall. It, uh, it, it, wraps up, it wraps up Bond's growth to be Bond, but it doesn't really wrap up Quantum. Quantum, necessarily? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so it opens up where we left off, minutes after Mr. White is thrown into the trunk of An Bond's car. An amazing car chase. I really Super like great. it. It's really good. It gets a lot of shit, but what I like about it is it, is it the way they shoot it is super close up. Mm-hmm. And it's his eyes and it's the headlights and it's the wheel. Yeah. And then as as you get to learn more about like where Bond is is being chased, the mm-hmm. the box that they're shooting in kind of expands. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. get to see more and more and more. It's so and it's, cool. It's really well done. I think it's better than everyone goes. Here's for. the thing. I and, and it I've realized this recently after especially after seeing John Wick but like a lot of action movies I, a thing that I like to see when I see an action movie is I see something different I see at least one thing that I haven't seen anyone else do okay. and in yeah. this and in this car chase it was when he and I, we talked about this when he bumps into that truck and the truck's bumper is already fucked up and it spears, and it through, his door. spears through his door and you're like and he's stuck and you're like and god that's a good complication god why does that not happen in more car t- like where you bump into someone and they you're stuck to them like that especially big trucks and things like that and then he does the fucking cool spin out and rips the door off and fucking goes he doesn't need the door because it didn't fucking matter and he just kept going but like i was like man i've never seen that before that's a fucking cool moment so then Bond takes him, opens up the trunk. It's time to get out. or Which know, is whatever. such a good reveal. And then we go into right, into right into Another Way to Die by Jack White and Alicia Keys. This movie, I listened to other podcasts. I checked like message boards and stuff. This song is not well liked. I love they this song. They don't like this song? I love this song. I, I love don't, this song I don't so like much. I think it's one of the better... Like, Listen... Adele did the quintessential Bond song. Yeah, it'll probably like be the best. Forever it'll be one stuff, of the yeah. best Bond songs forever. Also, this great animation. It's like it's like. Bah, 
But here's the thing. So it's so fucking listen, good. That I love Jack sounds, White too. That melody sounds good, but the version that was recorded sounds like everyone's out to a great karaoke night. And no, no, get out no. Of here's there. the thing. Here's here's why I love the song. You never listen to Jack White. Ever. Is it's here's why I love the song. Is a it's it's listen, very Jack he wasn't White singing. A, Hold on, hold on, hold on. He sings she at the same was. time as Alicia Keys. Okay. He just does like a lady impression. But the thing I love about the song is it's bond through this movie. Is you've got these moments of like the strings, like the dun dun yeah. dun, yeah. And then the and then melody. these jagged moments of cacophony, which is when he's violent. Like yeah. he's very cool about like playing it cool, but when it's time to fuck shit up, he gets fucked, he fucks shit up. Crazy. And that's what the song does. Is it's it's low and smooth and moody, and then there's just this the fuzzy guitar and like the drums come in, and that's why I love the song. Is it's mm-hmm. bond in this movie. Movie. It's the perfect song for the mindset. Here. And the title sequence is classic Bond. It's the only thing that these movies do where it's like classic. I mean, the, the Skyfall. Casino didn't. Yeah, Casino didn't do it. But it was uh, watching these two movies back and back. I was like, Casino made a point to make it all about Bond in the title sequence, and, and in Lady this silhouettes. one, they went a little bit more. Well, a hundred percent more classic Bond. Well, the thing I like what Skyfall did is Skyfall does like imagery that comes back in the movie. Like, mm-hmm. if you watch Skyfall, then you yeah, immediately yeah. watch that title sequence story. again. Because yeah. there's even a part where you see someone Which being is tortured what they do in a in chair, this one too. and it's it's Silva yeah. in Skyfall is being tortured in the chair. But they do the same thing. That, that, that it, All the I globe think imagery. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it being in the desert, and you know where it's going to go from that title sequence. And it's just, I don't know, maybe I'm biased. I love Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. Guys, I want you to promise me that when I die... You'll hire a beautiful woman to sing No One over my casket? Absolutely not. Please? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> if, you if you fork up the money. No, you guys got to do it. You guys got to do it for me. That's my one wish is when I die is a beautiful woman sings No One by Alicia Keys over my casket. If you can't get Alicia Keys because she's busy with Swiss Beats. Well, if, <laughs> if you don't fork Swiss up the money, it's going to be Kyle. Okay, so Bond says don't no bleed to death. One, no one. Bonds in fuck it mode in that dungeon. Where did he get the booze? He's drinking bourbon in a fucking torture dungeon in Italy. Do they just have bars everywhere? Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. I want to be a part of that organization. This one sucks. The one I'm in sucks. I have to keep a secret desk bar. <laughs> but then you get the moment, finally, this is the through line. This is when we set the stakes for... We didn't even know it was the stakes in Casino Royale. And then this sets the stakes for Quantum of Solace is White reveals that Vesper killed herself to save Bond. Yes. Like, that's that's when Bond realizes what happened. And then that's why he's so pissed. Mm-hmm. Is he, Vesper, when Vesper died, he kind of hated her. And now he realizes that that was wrong. And that's why I kind of <laughs> love this moment. That's felt bad. Bad felt. Yeah, it's great. It, it's um, you know what I really liked about these two movies that I felt like I didn't see in a lot of Bond. I mean, Goldeneye kind of had a great betrayal, but like constant betrayals in these for in these movies. Yeah, and it, and it, it's not a thing that you see in a lot of other Bond movies. It was like, like they, even they have they, the like, guy inside MI6. Yeah, which is fucking cool. Where the, like it's a great moment where M is like people yeah. say that they have people. In organizations all the time, but they don't mean it. Flores they're not say in the that. fucking room. Flores say that, but they're not in the room with you. <laughs> and it was her bodyguard. 
Like in the, in, in the first movie, she's got uh, uh, Tobias Menzies. Yeah. And he's a little wiener kid. He started yeah. barfing when he saw the body in the hammock. So then she got Mitchell, who's a hard-ass motherfucker, traitor. So then in Skyfall, she gets uh, the other guy who's a fucking wiener kid. <laughs> Versus in Skyfall's a wiener yeah. kid because of this. Um, so then we have the foot chase. Oh, I wanted to ask you. Uh, so the fight scenes in, in this movie and also the fight scenes in Casino Royale, Daniel Craig really sells. Daniel Craig does a lot of hand-to-hand. He does way more hand-to-hand than any other Bond. He, yeah, does, he's 100%. Does Daniel Craig, is he a graduate of the Jason Statham School of Hard Knocks, where it looks like it really hurts? Uh, oh, fuck yeah, man. That like, okay, in this movie, okay, deals? in this movie especially, that when he gets, uh, when he tracks that down, that guy to that shitty hotel. In Haiti. In Haiti, and they have that fight. That fight is so fucking brutal. That moment where he tosses that guy through the window i literally was watching it re-watching it, i was like shit <laughs> and the, like they it's a fucking brutal fight and that that, that that entire sequence you're like those guys are genuinely trying to kill each other oh. i don't know how that they didn't have injuries on set because no. i i'm genuinely Daniel Craig got that fucked up on this on this movie oh, did he, he, he really? lost a part of his finger Fuck. he got hit in the head he broke a, he like i think he broke a really? rib or something yeah that fight is like that that those were two dudes trying to take a person's fucking life, and that death is like like when such he looks a, like, away, it's such a smooth like Bond hits you, him in the femoral artery in his thigh. No, but like as a as a casual watcher, if you were just like a person in the audience, you wouldn't even know that he did the kill stroke because he does it just like. <laughs> And yeah, then he hits he him just, in the neck, and, then, and he hits him in the femoral artery mm-hmm. in the thigh. But you wouldn't know because it doesn't have the giant splurts of blood or anything. And like it's just that their reaction. You see him die, and you see and Craig Bond's sells recognition. It. He that looks he away. Him. He yeah. doesn't even want to look at it. But they don't do the classic action movie spurt. like spurt of blood where you know that he's dead. Okay, we did we did skip a great action sequence: the foot the- chase where he runs down Mitchell. Did you guys That's fucking cool. mind the uh, the horse race slash okay. foot chase? Here's I liked that, actually. What is going on with that horse chase? I wanted to ask you, since you worked in horse racing. I don't racing, know! It's like, it's like they're in Italy. It's like, okay, so we let the horses, they run a bit. And then we all jump in the track and we all race. Yeah, well, okay. What is going I on? Well, that's, that's where, that's where they're, they're like, oh, you won, won the race? I'd like to run on the track in front of the horses. And they will the horse. kill you. Yeah. Horses those, will murder you. Those horses are inbred as shit and stupid. Starving, they will kick you to death. They'll kill you. They are on. Okay, they are well, on so snake venom, and they will kill you. First watching this, I was like, <laughs> I was true. like, that's dumb. But then watching it, I was like, you know, it's a very short, uh, you know, dual editing scene where it's like, you know, foot race, horse race. You 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 get it, but it's very quick. And then you get the Assassin's Creed shit on the rooftops. But they also do it amazing. later in the movie. It fucking they dead. do another dual editing with like. Uh, which part? I think the opera too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They do I, it. I have some thoughts on that fucking duel. Um, so then they get to the rap, the rope scaffolding fight. That's some Jackie Chan shit. Yeah, no, where uh, they're swinging shot, around and shit. Hold on, that Listen, shot where they fall off. Not into CG. The practical. Building. Practical. I don't know how. Is it? That's practical. Okay, it goes into the building onto the scaffold. That's that's. I don't know ass. how you shoot that scene. That is the scene when I was watching this movie. It's the only scene in this movie that I I watched it and I was like, "This is super well shot because I know where everyone is." And then I was like, 
I you know where the guns are and everything. No idea how you shoot this. How do you even begin to storyboard well, right? that out? Well, here, the thing is, is like, oh, how do you shoot this? Oh, computers. Everything was practical. Yeah. I have no idea I how they no did it. I have no idea how they did it. With like Magic. Him, him spinning, and you know where he is on the scaffolding, and where his gun on the scaffolding and is, where and where reach. he is spinning, and where the gun is down there. Like, that's... That's all action is about, is geography. Yes. It's figuring out where people are. In relation to, to each other. And yes. be able to figure out who's doing what, where, yes. when. And also, that's it. I'll point out another building under construction. Yes. Yeah, fuck yeah, great. Do it forever think, if you're going to get these kind of set pieces in action. Fine. I think Nick stumbled on one of the undercurrent themes is this the the first Blonde Bond trilogy Unfinished. is about him under construction to yeah. become the James Bond, and that's why he keeps fighting, and I, I think Nick oh, nailed it. Oh, 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 but like Paul Greengrass, I know you listen to this podcast. This is what your job's supposed to look like. Hundred like, percent. Yeah. Like you're not. If you have to move the camera, it should look like when Bond fights the assassin in the hotel room. And if you want uh, oh. dynamic camera movements, it should look like the scaffolding fight. Do not, Paul Paul Greengrass. I'm going to say this because I'm going to be cruel to be kind. Your action directing style is the equivalent of putting a GoPro camera in a gerbil ball and throwing it down the stairs. <laughs> I'm sorry. How do you yeah, seriously not, though? That the the action in this is hmm. not. I mean, not great. It could not be great, better. but better than everyone remembers. Fuck I yeah. want everyone to rewatch Quantum Sauce because I remember. Did both of you not like it when I suggested this? I did this? not like it. I did I, not. I remember seeing I it in the theater it when, it came when out. I saw I it in the theater. So. I went to go see it in the theater because I love Casino Royale. Me too. I went to go see it in the theater and I was like, that fucking sucked. Yeah. No. Me too. And then and then I didn't I watch to... it for years. I don't think. I think this is. Is this your first revisit? Uh, yeah, because it I might be my second. Had to revisit it because not that I think it sucked. It's just that I didn't know it existed. I'm like, I, I mean, like, I think this was my second because Daniel I usually Craig movie. I don't know. I my don't first know. revisit was was basically three months ago because of I'm listening to the James Bonding podcast and following yeah. them, and I watched it. And like I said, I had to watch Casino Royale first. I had sure. to eat. I, I'd eat my. I eat my meat before I got my vegetables, mm-hmm. and then when I watched this two days after I watched Casino Royale, I was like, "This is great!" Yeah, um, it's Act Three. Yeah, it's it's Casino Royale. You didn't realize that Casino Royale was a two act movie until you until saw, you saw Quantum of Solace. We all forgot, and then it was just like, "Oh, this is the third act to a super uh, movie." Director Foster, we're uh, sorry. I, I mean, it's fine. He did a great. I mean, like Quantum still has like a three act scenario. But like he's constantly in revenge mode. He's the like, Terminator. That, yeah. he under- it's him finishing the, the business that he wishes he could have finished in the, the first. The movie. end of Casino Royale is the scales falling from his eyes, mm-hmm. and he, him seeing the world as it is, yeah. and him dealing with that world as this blunt instrument. And yeah. it's fucking great. So that apartment fight, Matt. I think you brought this up in episode one of our podcast of Bond. Good at his job. Bad at being a spy. Yeah, because he killed that guy. <laughs> yeah. He kills all leads, blatantly disregards all his covers. Yeah, that's all he that that's all he does even through this movie. He still kills everyone that he shouldn't kill. And then you know that he made character growth because in the last scene, he the did. one person that he absolutely hundred percent should have strangled who has it coming. eye to eye, 
He didn't. I I have. We'll get to that. I have some notes about that. Yeah. But um, I just want to get real fast. I like the stylized uh, establishing text for each country. Mm-hmm. I like how it's not just the I same font in the corner. That. Okay. I thought that yeah, was yeah. great. And we got to get one of those computer tables. Fuck yeah! I mean, I play a that's, lot. That's my favorite thing about this movie is that, and what makes it really feel like an action film is that all of the he still <laughs> does all the detective stuff. He still does all the spy stuff, but it all happens on the run. And like he's either calling in to him and then, and then we learn all the stuff. Same. And he's like driving at ninety miles an hour, but we're seeing it on those those uh, Minority Report type <laughs> tables and shit. Walls. So it's like visually, you're very interested and invested, and like it, it's beautifully done. Like all the quote unquote boring stuff is done during visually action exciting. and done visually exciting, and it makes a lot of sense, and it makes this movie really like it never grinds to a halt it's constantly driving forward he's always on the move it's like yeah. shark i'll say this just as someone who plays a lot of tabletop mm-hmm. rpgs i want that table so bad fuck yeah man that would come in so handy i want that so um, bad no so, stop so we did the we did the hotel fight room uh meeting camille olga kurilenko yeah <laughs> so he gets in the car with her and they're talking that's start- such a smooth fucking moment first though. off first off he gets the briefcase from the from the lady at the front desk yeah, yeah. just because he's a white dude and then the other dude is also a white, white dude, dude yeah. and he's just like oh yeah yeah you're my briefcase and like, that's racist and, and they're yo. like and they're like here you go mr cracker hello and then he, white man and then he takes the briefcase he gets in the car with camille and he, they start talking and then he reacts to finding the gun and the picture of her in the briefcase yeah slightly better than just going what <laughs> he's just like he did kind of give it away he's like he's like <laughs> There's a gun in here. I think <laughs> someone wants to kill you. <laughs> I think so. Oh shit! No way! What? <laughs> You're a pretty lady. I'd never kill you. Uh, and then he get he, she forces I him out of the car. I would sleep with you and let other people kill you, but you know. Yeah, but not me. No. Oh, when he gets out of the car, what he does to their tail on the dirt bike? Mm-hmm. Oh god! I want to do that so bad to every shithead who runs past my apartment. Yes. On, a, on the loudest motorcycle ever. Yeah. I just want to do that sweep thing and just take Fuck it yes. from them. That's so cool. <laughs> Done. You're supposed to shoot her. Well, but here's, well the, but here's the thing. If I tried to do that, it would flip over and then kill that person. Like yeah. It would crush or their me. skull. And or not I'd, do anything, which is the more realistic. <laughs> it just, the gun engine just guns. <laughs> no, it would, you would, you'd just hit their hand and it'd just look like you were just trying God to hold it. their hand. I got gotcha. you. Slap. <laughs> what are you doing, bro? What's going on? Uh, so we finally meet Dominic Green, Matthew Almerick. He's so sleazy. He's yeah, so good he's at the nice evil. Yeah. He looks like a frog man. He does. <laughs> is this right? General Ray like Giant or? Toad? No, no, it's different. No, we meet General Raby with the Andre the Giant voice later. This is the little French guy. He okay. fights. Um and then I have General Rapo talks like Andre the Giant. <laughs> and then we have then we have control of the government. Then we have control of the government. <laughs> yeah, sure. We get to find whatever we find in your desert land. You know, it's probably oil, but also you think it's oil, but, but it's, it's not. not. So it's this, this this villain's uh, plan as complicated as the first. <laughs> yeah, double, it double is double complicated. Again. He went next level shit. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll, I'll say this: a lot of people give this movie shit because it's water. 
instead of like oil or diamonds yeah, makes or whatever. A lot of sense, but that makes sense. Someone's going to go to war over water in our lifetime. Absolutely. If you're listening to this yeah. right now, if you're a grown person That's who's really listening sad. to this, it's going to happen in your lifetime. We're already there in California. We're on a drought where we're going to we're going to fuck have, up San Diego. God, I can't wait. Well, not San Diego. San Diego's got a lot of military. We'll, well go to we, San Francisco. We're we have go to, to cut down twenty percent of our water in, intake. I've stopped showering. Yeah, I don't shower. Anymore. I noticed my dick smells awful. <laughs> yeah, that's not my problem. It's fine. Well, that's for a lot. Okay, of so we meet General Rapo and we meet Dominic, and there's a boat fight. This is actually poorly shot. I yeah. don't know where anyone is in relation Though to I each do other. I love that he still uses the boat as a blunt instrument. Oh no, 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 no! Like the stuff he does, it looks really good. Yeah, and like when he runs through stuff and when he hits the other boat and it kind of explodes, but kind of doesn't. I have no idea where anyone is. But I don't know where anyone is, and I don't know if he's trying to get back to shore or towards the open also, water. Also, I don't know why no one else is thinking to just ram my boat into shit. I, is this the first movie with boat ramming? So, yeah, well, they like it's like one of those like he's like, well, I'm just gonna ram my boat into you guys, and then everyone else is like, no. But you're like, I don't know. You just saw him do it. Just fucking do it. Well, you saw it works. It works pretty well. You have better boats. Well, then those one guys tried to do it, and then they ramped Failed. up on the back oh, yeah, of yeah. his boat. They and then knock they, her ass out, and they were punished brutally for yeah. it. Yeah, that's no, point. It, it seemed to me like that henchman intentionally meant to do that. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then he was punished horrifically for oh, his yeah. hubris. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the boat chase happens. He hands her off to just some dude. Yeah. Some porter. Hey, don't rape this woman. Yeah, don't. So, whatever you do, don't sell her this, into white This slavery. movie, my notes stop after this fight, and they don't pick up until the hotel fight. <laughs> it's good. I have lots of notes. Mm-hmm. So at least Jeffrey writes Felix Leiters onto Dominic. Yeah. When they're on Thank that God. plane, his no-look catch of the phone so much. is so cool. Yeah. I was like, I can't do that. Yeah. Like, when I catch stuff, I have to, like, bend back yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. Try, to, try to absorb it. Yeah. I can't just one-hand no. shit. But he that was pretty it. great. Then, like, I like that kind of hint that, like, I hope He's they bring- not into it. He looks pissed off the entire I movie. think they should bring Jeffrey right back, and I want to see him in the field. I want to see him and Bond do clear cool a building. Shit. Yeah. Because yeah. they hint at, like, his reflexes, mm-hmm. and I think that would be fucking great. Um, it, it looks like, in this movie, you get the sense that he's being wasted. Yeah. The entire time. And like, in, he yeah. just, like, shouldn't yeah. be doing this. So then he goes to he goes to Germany, and he goes to the Opera Tosca. Mm-hmm. And he does some great detective shit where he scares them. Like, normally... Can I just say that this is probably the coolest spy moment Almost in any spy movie, where he's he what? like he 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 figures out what their ploy is. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't even know what's happening. He just sees someone get a bag. He makes sure he oh. gets a bag, and then he goes up there, and then he has the and piece he steals. In, he and steals, then he steals and figures out what's happening. He steals a touch from an equally jacked dude, and then he scares the shit out of them, and they get up in, in the. Yeah, with the end of seeing them get up so he can take, take pictures picture. and fucking Except recognize for Mr. White. Him. For this insanely secretive organization, he gets names, which is And huge. pictures, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really him dismantling it, and it's he, so that's good. That's like the most clever thing he's done in those movies. Because it's like, if Sean Connery did this scene, he'd be like, well, but it's James Bond, and I'm on to you. Hello, and then you they motherfuckers. Would, and then they would capture him, and he would like I'm escape or not escape or whatever. Yeah, and then he would sleep with all of their wives. In this one, Daniel Craig tips his hand, you're like, you're an idiot, what are you doing? You could have hold, heard their plan. And then you see him but take he's the doing pictures, that big, yeah. He's doing that big picture shit. Yeah. So this, Which, uh, by the way, that tiny camera he's holding has an amazing zoom. So good. We don't even have cameras that good, and we're almost 10 years into the yeah. future. Amazing. Uh, it's fine. I mean, spy shit, I could believe here's it. Here's my but thing, anyways. though. He goes to the opera. It's called Tosca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What is that about? Listen, let's not even talk There's about There's zombie it makeup, giant eyeballs, the Pope's there, yeah. mass See, executions. This, this yep. was the second time in that movie happening. where they did the dual editing, like the horse race at the beginning. For me, this didn't with. work, though. Who no. was I watching? I was watching this briefly. I think it was only added just to make the first one work. I was watching it. Who asked me this? Because if it was just the first one, people would be like, well, that's random if you did the horse race and the... The foot chase by itself. Like that's a really that good point because it didn't work. Like him escaping, like especially the part where he's like in the hallway and there's a shootout and it's perfectly white and stuff, and then he runs through the kitchen is a great action sequence and it feels like that dual editing hurt it. I think so too. Okay, I mean, I'm glad I'm not alone. I'm glad this isn't. I can see thing. where like it was like, well, it's weird if we do it that one time, so we should do it again in this movie. And then they did it. I think and you're right. It, it didn't work for me. The the him escape, although him pushing the dude who won't answer his questions off the ledge onto the car. No, he didn't even do that. He just chopped it. Yeah, he just let go. He just he chopped was his hand. To a suit and he chopped, chopped his, his arm. hand, so he Which, fell. Hold on, question. So that dude worked for the British intelligence. That man was right? British uh, secret uh, intelligence. He was like, "There's." I looked it up uh, initially when I was revisiting the movie for the other podcast. Service. I'm like, I don't know what that fucking means. It's it's a it's it's part of the it's part of the London police. Mm-hmm. It's like they're special forces. Yeah, and they get lent out. So it's not quite government on the level but, James Bond is, dang. but still. Bond should have probably been nicer to him. But, certainly not got him killed yeah, by yeah, Dominic. Yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't even. Not a good thing. He tried to let him live. But okay, here's wait. the thing: Bond didn't even like say that. Oh, I let him live. He is just like, oh, that's unfortunate. I, I absolutely have to go right now. Uh, it it's sucks. like four thirty. And we're back. We're back without Kyle because uh, he's a quitter. Um, so we leave. Truly. The, so we leave the opera. Bond gets all of his shit pulled, his cards, his passports, none of it works. He seduces a woman without having sex with her and the lying for him. Yeah, what this sucks for him. He didn't <laughs> And then he goes he goes to Italy and he sees Mathis who landed on his feet. Um Mathis was brutally tortured by uh, by a fucking government. Well they they're like there's a line where he's like, I have to meet someone and then he clearly disappears. And then Bond No, he just goes, if you you're gonna get a phone call. Could you please tell them I went to Egypt? Oh, that's the chick at the the, the desk. airport. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then we go to Mathis, who, for his torture, got a mini castle and an overly tanned woman to bring him wine. And then he tries so hard to be pissed at Bond, but he just loves being a spy too much. Like, I wouldn't leave. It, I would not have left that house. No. That looks not perfect. That's what paradise looks like. Bond, I, you must be high. I would have just drank wine. And made love to that overly tan lady in her brown bathing suit. So you, you were attracted to her, too. I, it certainly beats dying in a dumpster <laughs> later. Dying in a dumpster or make love to this attractive milk. Yeah, I, I I don't know what Mathis was thinking. I mean, Bond got him tortured, and he's not that charming in that scene. I think Mathis just loves the game. He's just a rapper who can't get out of the game. I think you're right in your earlier assessment where he knew he was going to die with it. It was actually uh, Kyle who's not here anymore. Okay, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a pen in his mic. R.I.P. Kyle. R.I.P. Kyle. Okay, so they leave, <laughs> and this is like they go on the plane, and then Bond and Mathis have this amazing conversation about Vesper and being a spy in the past at this airport airplane not airport airplane bar yeah this is my question like when i go to these fancy bars here in la 
I hate it because they always give me like the worst. Because everyone sucks. No, they give me the worst beer glass. And I almost want to say to the bartender, what do I have to say to you to get a fucking pint glass? <laughs> the perfect drinking beverage in creation. It looks cool. It holds a great amount of liquid. And it's just what like tough guys and <laughs> people who know what they're about drink. What do I have to say to you to get I, a pint glass? I'm, I'm sorry, sir. You don't want a glass that looks like a treble clef? You don't want a treble clef? You don't want a fluted? You don't want a fluted stem? I'm sorry. If you really want to drink beer, you're going to need a glass that points the 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 it's it's curved at at the top to uh, encourage bubbles. What do I have to say to an airport, to an airplane company, to a travel agency to get an airplane with a fucking bar in it? Yeah, because that looks awesome. I hate flying. Uh, Another one of my fears besides the ocean. If I could just be wasted, because every time I get off a plane, <laughs> yeah, I'm exhausted. Uh, ocean in air. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. kind of weird. Oh, you know where man's not meant to be? <laughs> it's no. weird how that's my fear. But I always get off a plane exhausted because every muscle's tensed from the flight because I hate it so much. If I could just drink six Vespers or even six Reverse Vespers, which we just discovered is very good, and I'm now on my it's third. Um, oh, you're on just your third? <laughs> well, I'm not sitting by the bar like you. Nick is advanced. All right, so you're into this airport scene. Hold on. How are we driving back to our apartment? <sighs> Not worried about it enough to stop drinking. Okay. Cut to four hours later. So then they land. They meet Gemma Arterton, who's very attractive. Listen, if I was going to design my perfect woman, these are the three women it would look like. Katy Ava Perry. Green. All right. All right. Ava Green. Yes. Gemma Arterton. And they just they just kill her, and it's no good. Um, God, that's a killer trio. You got my top two: Katy Perry, Eva Green. I love how uh, I love how Bond rejects the first hotel, which, which is, is the hotel the CIA's at. Yeah. They go to the hotel, and he's like, "This is shit. I'm leaving." And he gets back in the cab, and she follows him. Is it? Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then he goes to the next hotel. He goes to the next hotel, and it's like she's like. It fits our cover. We're teachers on holidays. He walks into the he walks into the great hotel. And he goes, "We're teachers on holiday. We've just won the lottery." And then they're like, "Amazing! Congratulations!" He immediately solved that. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. But I didn't catch where he revisits the CIA and they're no. In the when same he calls hotel. them, they're at that same hotel. That's hilarious. That's awesome. I, uh, God, America, oh. America sucks in James Bond movies. We just take shit. That's I think it's that's fine. why that's why it's, it's well deserved. I mean, we're I, badass in every. I think other that's movies. why we destroyed London and GI Joe too. Um, <laughs> you think there's a secret? Go say yeah. Britain yeah. war. Yeah, yeah, in in pop culture, like Hollywood gives a shit. <laughs> they definitely give a shit. Apparently, yeah, that's what we want Guy Ritchie to do to Robert Downey Jr. movies. God, I want Guy Ritchie to do Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I agree with you on that. Uh, uh, how how great is his line to get uh, Gemma Arterton to sleep with him? Could you come in here and help me find the stationery? It, it's another thing. Like he is right. that what it's like when you're handsome and in shape? I don't know. You can just say not. you can just say a stupid sentence and a woman will sleep like with you. In Casino Royale. He immediately pegs the other woman as uh, perhaps you're out of practice. Yeah. Immediately I, pegged him. He knew immediately. He'd, he'd just be like, hey, come on. She knows what this is about. She wants me. How could she not want me? Look at me. Yeah, why don't you c- come out here and check out the stationery? Knowing full well the stationery is in the other room. Is the stationery your penis? 
The stationery is my penis. Outstanding. Also. So then they go to this party. They go to Dominic Green's party, which looks like my fucking nightmare. Terrible but expensive oh, food. <laughs> DJ playing terrible music, and then rich people talking about a cause. Like it makes them deep. That looks awful. That looks like that looks like the, if you tried to if you tried to design the worst party to send me to, it's that party. <laughs> During this movie, this is the first time where I'm like, "What the fuck, Bond?" <laughs> okay, why is that? Because all right, we're at this party. We know this other agent just wants to bring him home. He brings her to this, and then immediately like stirs the hornet's nest. Yeah, by tripping that guy with yeah. a bowl cut, and then and leaves looks- her there. Yeah. He he killed he her. He pieces out. He, he, he fucking killed this her. This death is on him. Like, I'm sorry, Daniel Craig. Immediately after uh, she left, I'm like, wait, what happened to Red? And then later they answered Yeah, it. we found out she's Belly dead. Belly full of oil. Here's the thing I can't understand is why she felt the need to trip. Trip the dude. Yeah. There's no... He, he's basically uh, Demetrios from the first movie. He has no chance in a one-on-one confrontation with James Bond. Well, I think M had it right where she said, they'll do anything for you. Yeah, she's just inexperienced. She thinks she's helping when Bond doesn't need any help. But seriously, actually, this this death might be on M. Seriously, who sins? No, it's on Bond because he should have just got on a plane. But it's like, who sins a treasury? But no, the treasury agent's Jasper from the first. She works works for them as a clerk. She's part of the intelligence apparatus, but she's not a field operative. You're yeah. right. But a hot redhead. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. Like, I could understand sending a woman and not a man. Because if, if you sent a man to retrieve Bond, Bond would be like, fuck you. What are you thinking? I'm going to put you in a dumpster. Yeah, but maybe like an unattractive woman. What they should have sent was like, I don't know. Should, should have a Vesper. What they really. should have sent was like 10 people. Yeah. Anyways, that's so we 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 meet we meet Camille for the second time, and I really like how she has her own through line, and she's not just there for Bond to screw. She like she has a mission. She has a narrative of her own. She she's, wants to kill General Ismo, but she's fucking bad at her job. She, she keeps showing up without scared. an exit strategy. Like she knows Dominic wants to kill her, and the only reason she survived is because Bond killed that guy. And then she goes back to him. Well, she shows up with a target on her face. Like, this is clearly yeah. a chick that wants to kill you. But she comes back after he tried to kill her. And she's like, no, it's not like that. And then he gives her to General Rapo to be raped to death and then thrown over the edge of the boat. Yeah. Okay? Bond saves her. <laughs> she's pissed about it. And then she shows up at the party and gets within his reach again. And she almost put, and he almost pushes her off of the fucking ledge. Yeah, she almost dies again. She has no exit strategy. What is her exit strategy? I'm mad about it. No. <laughs> I'm fucking mad about it. It's fine. I, we're supposed to take her seriously as, as a Bolivian intelligence. She's technically Bond's equivalent in South America. I don't and see she, that. And she never plays no, it like that. Not. She never does a good job. But he's like, oh, I, I, you know, you're supposed to be Bolivian intelligence and all this stuff. And it's like she never – she's never useful except that she fights 
the general one-on-one and almost dies. I would have believed if she was never a part of any intelligence. Like, I would have believed if it was just like, oh, she's just a product of this... Uh, Terrible set of circumstances. Yeah, and she wants revenge. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, they, she's not using intelligence. I, mean, I like... Uh, she played it very well. Olga Kurilenko, I think, is really underrated as an actress, especially in action movies, because she really does give a shit. But I don't think they did right by her in this movie. I really don't. Um, she's very pretty. Um, very pretty. She's very pretty. And uh, she acquits herself well, and I'm glad she got a kill without James's help. But overall, like her, C, when, her point C, when she gets the kill without any help, is great. But her A to B to C isn't good. Because I just don't believe yeah. it. Because she's startlingly incompetent. Like it almost feels like she was a secret agent, and it was written by a Bond writers in the '60s and '70s when ladies couldn't do shit. Like <laughs> that's what it feels she's like. She's really trying. She's so incompetent, though. Like it, it's just, mm. why did you write her like that? And it was that was that in the original script or was that Forster and Craig on set? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so he gets her out of there, and poor Mathis, he died of one last mission syndrome. Which is definitely something that comes up in every action movie ever. I'm just going to do one last job. One last mission. Yeah, that's and then they cl- die in a, yeah. clearly an action movie staple. Not staple but no, it is yeah. a staple. staple. I think it's a staple. Is, is someone's going to die on that last mission. Yeah. Um, and then I'm out. Which, I'm, if you're retired... Which stay you retired. Know? Stay fucking retired. That's with, the lesson I'm learning. With older MILF yeah. wife... I, Renee, come! I want to feel your hands on my skin. And yeah. he leaves. He's like, "Well, I gotta go." It's uh, like, all she why wants, would you leave? All she wants to do all day is have me rub lotion on her and drink wine in my castle <laughs> on the water. <laughs> Mathis is an idiot. Maybe he deserved to die in a dumpster. Probably. I don't know. I like the cops. They're like, "Oh, he's moving! Oh, he's well, th- moving!" Well, I think that was a setup. They're like, well, "So clearly. anyone?" But um, Casino Royale and Quantum Solace. Is a four-hour super movie. After I heard that, I completely loved the uh, Quantum of Solace a lot more. Because it's it's Bond learning about the big picture. It's Bond trying to take his brutality and his directness from Casino Royale and then trying to apply it to the big picture as he, as he learned the big picture. There's a lot of investigative work in this one as he uncovers quantum like he gets he gets the idea of quantum and mr white from the very end of casino royale and then this entire movie is him figuring out how it works and then cutting off one of the heads and if they never come back to it i can like use my imagination to think to myself they he killed them off screen and then skyfall happened and then then he just goes on normal bond missions and that's fine if they never come back to this i'm not upset Mm -hmm. um I would have preferred they did it, but I, I think I, I have no problem making that connection myself. But it's like he really does learn this through line about the big picture and about killing the, the, the head of the snake. He does. And by the end of uh, Quantum of Solace, I feel like it's the um, the Bond that you're meant to watch. Yes. he's it, It's a two-movie origin. It's a four-hour super-movie origin. Um, and anyone after this, you get it. You're like, oh, this is Bond, Ruthless Killer, doesn't trust her, you know. Okay, so let's get to the climax. So this movie, they go to a hotel, and this and this hotel is... In the desert! It's in the desert. It's actually an observatory to look at the stars, because it's in the middle of the desert. There's no light pollution. And um, so they go there, and I really, I love that Bond took the time to personally avenge Mathis. He shoots the head of the police that betrayed him. Yeah! We have a mutual friend in common. And then he shoots the guy in the head. That's awesome. Hold on. I wrote a note about this. He never really... 
I don't think that guy actually had time for that comment to sink in. That's fine. He still had to die. It's fine, because he, 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 he jumped on the hood of the car and goes, you know I have a mutual bang friend. But that's fine, because it's like, that guy met Bond. It's he betrays him at that party where he met Bond. Like it's fine. All that matters is that guy fucking died. Oh yeah. Oh, like he still got a bullet through the windshield through the throat. <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes. But it's up. just funny because he was trying to shoehorn in that comment. Un- unlike Kyle, who's not here to defend himself. Uh, I had fucking Kyle. I had no problem with. Du- I had a huge problem with dumpster funeral. I was like, that's fucking cold, man. Like, and you robbed him, and you took his money, and I get why you did, so you could rent the plane, um, and to make it look like a robbery, and to not involve yourself or whatever. Um, but I felt like him doing that really made up for dumpster funeral because he could have just as easily just went in with Camille and then killed uh, Dominic Green that way. Oh, yeah. There, there's but definitely I love, I, I love that he jumped into the garage. A more streamlined yeah. way of killing But him someone. jumping in the garage to kill the colonel of the police, um, I thought was great. I think it really made up for Dumpster Funeral. It would have been great if he actually dumped his body in a dumpster. <laughs> also in a dumpster. But he let it burn to death. In or a trash compactor where you like it would fold it up. He let it burn in the desert. I also like how once the explosions start going off, the emergency procedure is to shut the gate of the garage. Yeah, what the fuck is that about? That's fucked up. That's a terrible design. As soon as the explosions start, if you watch it, the, there's a security gate in the garage that comes down and basically traps everyone in the garage everyone to die. remain calm. You will be taken care of. Give in to the light. <laughs> Stay within the confines of this hotel made of natural gas in the walls. Made of natural gas and dried wood <laughs> and pine needles um, I love how uh, the villain Dominique Green fights at the end of this not very well but, but the thing is is like so many times when people have to fight Bond mm-hmm. it's it feels super casual like Dominic Green's definitely killed people he's part of quantum he's definitely yeah. he's definitely shot someone in the head as his men held him down or whatever yeah he- but he's not a killer like Bond's a killer and He's basically faced with the idea that this is a assassin trained by a government that is a world power has come to kill him, and he acts like he's a cornered animal tra- cornered by something better than him. So he just goes nuts, and he just fights like a crazy person, and he grabs the axe. He acts like he's fighting for his life against someone who knows what they're doing, and you don't see that in a lot of Bond movies because they always underestimate Bond, and then Bond kills them. Well, certain times I think, like, if I was threatened with my life, what the shit would I do? And that guy seems like, yeah, that he would totally do that. Yeah, it felt in character. But I mean, he's outclassed. 1,000%. <laughs> and and he acted like guy. he was outclassed. It's yeah. like, I don't know karate, but I know crazy. I know crazy. And then I'll fight, and then he gets thrown off uh, um, the platform. And all he has is he's hanging off, and he's like, oh, looks like you lost another one. Uh and then Bond doesn't kill him because he's grown as a character is when he says that to taunt him is they hear the gunshot and it's actually uh, Camille shooting Shoot, the, shooting yeah. General Rapo and you know but he says that as a dig and then Bond doesn't kill him which I think is shows a lot of growth as a person I guess but but at the end of the I day mean, it does I just love the fight scene just because of the way he reacted I like, think he should have brought him up on the the platform and then immediately kicked him off no because then he he had to grow he had to get he had to get that in, but that fight scene actually. I guess the payoff was. is is great. Okay, so he he questions the guy, and the guy drinks oil and commits suicide, and Bond 
destroys Quantum at the end of this, I guess. Um, so then we, we, we find out that Vesper's boyfriend worked for Quantum the whole time. And his job is to seduce women in sensitive areas of government. And then he gets kidnapped, air quote. He gets kidnapped, and then the only way to save him is if these women work for Quantum. And that's what happened to Vesper. And uh, so Bond finds she, the guy. But she turned and, and made I think, a deal to save I think, Bond. Yeah, I think she... I think she tried to be like, I'll give you the money, but Bond lives. Because I think she genuinely fell in love with Bond. Oh, yeah. I think that's real. Um, and then the girl, the Canadian Secret Service that the guy's seducing that Bond lets go is Stana Caddick from Castle. I don't watch the show, but I'm sure some of you might. So My there's some parents watch it, but I like that he initially pointed out that she is, you know, an intelligence your service. Canadian, your intelligence, right? Tell your commander. You You've a got leak. a leak, yeah. Um, and, Brilliant. and she just goes, thank you. And then leaves. Um, immediately outclassed. Okay, so Bond lets that guy live. There's no way he didn't do something to him. Like he broke a finger. Maybe he cut the bottom out what, of a chair what? and did dick brutality to Ooh. him. There's no way Bond didn't lay a hand on him. Bond definitely at least punched him in the face. So he's, he walks out with a necklace. So maybe he didn't know. No, it's Vesper's. No, yeah, Vesper's necklace. Um, maybe, maybe he made him swallow hers. The but he walked out with it. No, the Canadians. No, she just left. She didn't have time to take it off. Maybe he grabbed it off. I don't know. <laughs> we see her leave. But with the thing? <laughs> we see her walk in and leave. There's no cuts. There's no time for him to grab a necklace and make the guy swallow it. He's a spy, man. Listen, listen. He could be super fast. Listen, listen. If someone betrayed the woman I loved... I would make them swallow jewelry. I think you bring up an excellent <laughs> point. I think Bond should have definitely done it. But what I'm saying is, is maybe it didn't, didn't happen because you're saying he grown as a person uh, into a big he, giant he, pussy. I, I think he broke all the guy's fingers at least. I think he broke all the guy's fingers, then punched him in the face. What's the most damage you could do to a person? It's the dick brutality. Killing them. It's the dick brutality. It's. It's like Lashif says. Us- it's like Lashif says. If you don't give in soon enough, you won't even be a man anymore. That's why his torture is so bad. Yeah, I like to think Bond tied Eva Green's boyfriend to a chair with the bottom cut out of it, and then just worked his dick with like a rolling pin. I don't think he even did anything. I think he just like whirled a rope in front of him and said, "You know what I could do with this." And the guy just pissed his pants. Yeah, but but the guy you send in to seduce people, I don't think is going to be your toughest agent anyway. True. Like if he if if he went in with like a silencer and like a ski mask to assassinate heads of state, that guy would be like, well, we've got to do way worse than dick brutality. But this guy is just assigned to like romance ladies, and, and, and his entire job is dick. His entire job is to use his penis to trick these women. So you're. That's why I'm just saying you came to us as an interrogative investigator. Interrogative, yeah, yeah. What is your experience in dick brutality? I use it all of the time. I'm nonstop dick brutality. <laughs> what if uh, Bond at the very end he ripped? You know, he took his pants off, sat him on the chair, ripped off the the bottom of the chair, and then just looked and then just started laughing and walked out. Wouldn't that be the ultimate uh, fuck you? Like, there's not even enough there to torture. <laughs> I have a feeling that the guy you used to seduce women. Dick wise is probably doing pretty good. Uh, he's, he's probably got like you know. He's probably a porn a star. dick. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you have to use dick brutality. Mm. How many times have we said dick brutality? <laughs> Feels like we said dick brutality. A milestone amount. Okay, so another milestone. 
Another milestone in dick brutality. All right, so you already said that you agree with me that this is a super movie, that Quantum of Solace works if you watch it almost immediately after Casino Royale. Oh, super. And you absolutely should. Yeah, I definitely um, recommend it. If you if you listen to this, and we try to tweet out uh, before we get to the stuff at uh, action underscore climax. Uh, that's our Twitter handle. Um, we try to let you know what we're doing so you can watch it before you do it. Um, if you didn't do that, I would implore you to watch Casino Royale and then very soon, uh, if not immediately after, watch Quantum of Solace. Because I think Quantum of Solace and Casino Royale, Casino Royale is already a great movie. And I feel like each movie makes the other one better. And I agree, yeah. yeah. Quantum of Solace. And I don't think that's how you should make movies. I think each movie should stand on its own. True. But in this case, there's no denying that it is way better. Um, as as a Bond movie, as a narrative, is the is the growth of a character. So yeah, any other thoughts on it? I wanted to get into the book, but we're already running super long. So super long. I think I'm going to start a bro book club podcast. Maybe we'll, come on, my arms are lasers. And you want to do Casino about? Royale? Why not? I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> I got the notes. Teen biscuits, um, teen teen crumpets, teen um, crumpets. So thank you for joining us. We know this one ran long because we did two movies. Thank you for being patient with us. Oh yeah, uh, Shanti Sima. Um, he sent us a big mistake as a fan. We're not going to do it because we ran long, but we're going to do it before our next big mistake on Tango and Cash. Uh, Shanti, we are going to get to. You. Uh, sorry we didn't do it this time, but like I said, we ran. Thank long. you very much. I read it. Fantastic. Yeah, we read all three. We voted. We were going to do Sky Mall, which is only a joke for you, and uh, we'll get to it. But thank you very much. And, in the spirit of James Bond, Climax will return in Episode 8, Tango and Cash. Holy shit. Calling our shots. Tango and Cash. I like it. Um, Thank you so much. uh, And... uh, Thank you, guys. You're, you're great fans. And enjoy your Vesper. The, po- the the recipe for both is on the Tumblr. Climax means action.tumblr.com. And then you can always follow us at action underscore climax on Twitter. You can email us at actionclimax, one word, at gmail.com. You can find me at latmoman on Twitter. At Gotamus Prime. And then Rocket Kyle. Is there an underscore in there? Well, he should have been here. Rocket Kyle is for for Kyle McVeigh on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you for Episode 8, Tangle and Cash. Thank you.